and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how the United States is Canada's Florida. My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Brad Polly, hey. uh, Matt Polly. Hey. Together we are the Inglorious Pastors. So, yeah. That's what we are. Pretty much. Um, announcements. We're giving away a copy of Rhonda V. McGee's book, The Inner Work of Racial, Racial Justice. I need to read that one. I'm already pre-slurring. Pre-slurred. <laughs> I haven't had a sip yet. Michael's worked a lot of hours in the last couple days. Yeah, so. um, I have. He's, uh, he's work drunk. Let's... Uh, do you, so the winner of the book is... <laughs> uh, Courtney Vrablick. God, at, I miss that show. <laughs> at Kogo, 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 Kogo Maggots, Kogo Maggots. Courtney Vrablick. It's coming your way. Um, hey, we know her. Yeah, we do. She's friend of the podcast, Courtney. Vra- Vra- I mean, I can. <laughs> Michael, I didn't do my pre-show warm-up. I should have just like. <laughs> What's Like sheep's I feel like we've got a weird sound mix. I don't know what happened, but it feels like... Nobody cares. If you are annoyed by the sound of the fan... Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. We're, it's we're, a million degrees and we're outside. Yeah, we're outside. It's hot. When so. I suggested it, it wasn't a million degrees outside, and then it became a million degrees. So Yeah, so uh, Courtney, uh, slide into our DMs on Twitter and give us your address. Um, tell Brad Paisley we said hi. And, yeah, tell, tell Brad we said, what's up? Well, Braddy Pays. Um, so I, ha- I have uh, uh, the next giveaway. Is, is it all right if, yeah, I, man. if I choose it? Um, so I found this thing on, on Twitter, actually. And um, there's an article to it uh, from theblurredgirl.com, uh, and I'll post it in the show notes as well. Um, but it's uh, it's called a humble bundle. Have you guys ever heard of the humble bundle? Sure haven't. All right, so it's like uh, this company. That's what you used to call my penis in high school. The humble bundle. <laughs> Even though my humble bundle. Mm-hmm. Shakira's next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so Yips don't lie. So, so the humble bundle. Uh, there's a new humble bundle called "Be the Change Books," and it's all like uh, uh, books that uh, graphic novels. Oh, it's all digital. So this is a weird digital one we're giving away, but it's but it's twelve hundred dollars worth of content uh, for the the price of twenty dollars. So I, I wanted to like give it away, but also like let people know <laughs> we love you all $20 worth. We're, we're, it's $1,200 <laughs> worth of content. Uh, some of the highlights in the book, um, are the, it comes with a digital copy and the audio book of the body is not an apology. Um, that's a big one. 12 years a slave is included. Ooh. Um, Bitch Planet, the the comic book, uh, Amazon's abolitionists and activists: a graphic history of women's fight for their rights. Uh, you, get, you get a Shaft comic. Oh, uh, yeah. oh shit! Yeah, uh, I might be just spending twenty bucks here tonight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Octavia E. Butler. Uh, she's got a graphic novel of the Parable of the Sower, do you which get is the, included. Do you get the album Maggot Brain by Parliament because it's a perfect album. No, there are no, there are no. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, you should. No albums. The, the bundle is the poorer for it. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a few audio so really It's like eleven hundred ninety-five dollar bundle because exactly. we don't have Parliament in it. A few e-books and uh, a, a few uh, graphic novels as well. It's it's pretty massive. 
massive collection. I mean, $1,200 worth of stuff. So we're going to give away a copy of that. Um, if that's anything that you're interested in supporting, you can actually on there de like decide where your money goes to. If it goes to the content, if it goes to uh, – there's like they're giving away um, – they're giving the majority of the profits to um, like – different uh nonprofit organizations mm -hmm. that uh go to help benefit um the black lives matter nice. movements and, okay. and stuff like that so all kinds of um of cool things that they're doing with that so yeah we're going to give away that next and uh if you would like to win uh Twelve hundred dollars worth of hot content. I feel like um, this should be the grand prize for week it, ten. Shit. Well, it only lasts for a week, so we have to do it this week. Um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, if you want that, go to twittercom podcast and we can uh, we can you know follow and retweet and we'll choose a winner. So so this is probably our biggest giveaway. I mean, well, yeah, I would think so. So we definitely spent more than twenty dollars on other books, but this is like a lot of content. So all right, without further ado, let's go into. Hey. What are you drinking? Huh? Hey! Huh? What are you smoking? Hey! Hey! What? Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna light up. What? Hey, what are you drinking now? Take one of our listeners to send us some weed so we can get fucking blazed on the podcast yeah we do we <laughs> yeah, even have we, we have a weed group now in the passwords because there's states that are much smarter than ours that have yeah. legalized it yeah so i figure we'll be state 47 out of 50 probably that yeah probably legalizes it. State, see behind state alabama 50. mississippi yeah. and alaska we're gonna be state or 57 tennessee. or tennessee yeah the 57 state. Uh, we it. are drinking uh, beer wise from our friends at Cedar Creek. They're not really our friends. <laughs> They're my friend. I mean, I wish they were. I know. My um, wife used to clean their house. Local. Yeah. Uh, my from partner. Our, my our partner. local, our favorite local brewery. I, I, I cannot not just, I, 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 I can't get rid of my wife or, no. you know, I like, God damn well, it. I'm Matt sorry. Matt says we don't have to. Yeah. Well. Well, somebody fucking agree with right, me, here's so about my ass. Well, a lot of people didn't agree with you. Um, they just didn't have the Yeah, you know what, motherfucker? You. That's a story of my life, all right? <laughs> the Matt Polly story. Exactly. Nobody agrees with no me. No one agrees with me. The Matt, a Matt Polly joint. So, uh, I, so I, I've decided I'm not going to do uh, wife or partner. I'm just going to do my lover. So, How's that fucking different? There's You're still involved. saying my. There's love involved. <laughs> well, I'm her lover. Her. Oh, my God. I just want to talk about the beer, man. Like, all right, talk about the beer. I paid for the beer, man. <laughs> I paid a lot for the beer, man. Yeah. Um, Her, uh, uh, Sarah is, is yeah. what I'm talking about. Just, <laughs> but I had to think about it for a minute. Wow, <laughs> it's been a long fucking couple days. Yeah, a long week. We're gonna give you a pass this week. Yeah. Um, so anyway, from Cedar Creek Brewing Company, just down the road from my house, and now Brad's house. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brad. Brad here. walked here tonight. Yeah, um, I, I was wondering where your car was. Yeah. Um, at home. This is their papaya, passion fruit, uh, milkshake, New England IPA, and it is fucking delicious. It's juice, man. <laughs> it's juice. It is so good. We have unlimited juice. This it's party is going to be <laughs> off the hook. I love juice. <laughs> um. Anyway, they're, they're they've just they've just started putting out milkshake IPAs. Um, and their next two. I talked to the lady today. She mentioned their next two are. Uh, mango blackberry and orange pineapple. 
and I'm looking quite forward to both of those. Mango blackberry, man, that's weird. That's I, a weird combo. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. So they had a strawberry one. Yeah, I, didn't get, I didn't get around to that it one. Was really good. I had that one a while back. And I'm I'm also having um, the Quiet Man. Uh, it's an eight year old single malt Irish whiskey, dude. It is the best Irish whiskey mm. out of the four or five I've had. Is that the one you told it us? Can't we be need better to get? than Red yeah. Breast. Red Breast it, is my all time favorite Irish whiskey. That fifteen year. It's man different. Is. It's just different. I mean, it's a different type of Irish whiskey, I guess. It, mm. But man, my God, it's delicious. It's sweet and malty, and I mean, it is. I had it last night. I'm having it again tonight. It's perfect. I'm having the uh, Knob Creek 12 year bourbon, 100 proof. It's delicious. Nice, Michael. You're having. I'm having uh, Blanton's. Yep. And I'm smoking uh, Squadron Leader. Hey. So it's from Briarworks in uh, Columbia, Tennessee. When oh. I went. And Brad's having the same with my brother. Cedar Creek, Connecticut. Connecticut. And I'm having the San, San Andres Maduro. It's a freaking good cigar, man. Yeah, this is delicious. It is. I got an after-hours tour of Briarworks in, in Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, it's very cool. That's they cool. Gonna, they, they make their own pipes there, and they're not they're not cheap pipes. <laughs> yeah, they're bad really, handmade. I'm yeah, sure they're really. Not. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we we stopped in there after they were closed, and um, and got a tour. It's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and they also have uh, what's the 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 shitty beer you guys like that's really good that you say is really good I've never had. Which one? Coors. Uh, what's the special one? Bank- special one. Is there yeah, banquet? Yeah, Coors, Coors. It's just yeah. the regular Coors. They call it the banquet beer. Oh, uh, I think they've got that there on tap. So it's good stuff. I didn't try it though. Because so, why would I? Because it's good. <laughs> Dick. Um, <laughs> I'm, yeah. not, I'm not doing this with you tonight about Coors. I'm not. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this round is on the uh, patrons of patreon.com slash pastors podcast. Um, if you'd like to buy us around, head on over to patreon.com slash pastors podcast. Uh, one thing I found out about our friends at Patreon, um, uh, it's actually a listener uh, increased their pledge because of this. Um, let, me, let me pull up the, the information I got here. So basically... Um, well, we had a listener up their pledge. That's yeah. a new one. Yeah, well, we do. We do. That frequently. never. Ha- that never happens. We we ha- we go up and down every once in a while. Somebody uh, recently um, increased their pledge by sixty nine cents. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then they decreased it a month later. It's fine. Uh, so so we find for so for the one dollar pledges that we that we get, we only get uh, forty five cents off of that. Jesus $1. Christ. So uh, obviously uh, because of all the fees and shit. So if you give more. Um. Uh, we'll get more. <laughs> like if it, like it, it, it get ab- around about uh, the five dollar mark. It makes more sense. Uh, Which is, and you also get way more content. And you get so. extra content. I'm actually just scheduled uh, the next season of uh, Dirt Talk. Nice. So I'm, yeah, you're getting your internet. I'm getting internet on Monday. So I was like, uh, the first within 20 minutes of me signing up for internet, I was like, all right, I got time to book somebody. Yep. I still want so, to do a turd talk sometime. You want me to interview you? No, I mean, I want to interview somebody. <laughs> well, I feel like we have You enough. can sit in on my interview. I don't don't, don't sit steal in my thing. Fo- I'm not oh, trying to do. Fuck that. I'm not trying to steal your, what, what is it? Steal it. I don't do shit. I don't care. Steal well, it. Th- I don't want you to steal mine. Oh, Find your own shit. We need to do Merton this weekend. You can, do a, you can do a squeak hole. You can do a spinoff like Matt's does his spinoff of yours. You could do, um, I don't know, Turd Talk 2, where That's you, go, where you yeah, interview the people I've already talked to. God, that sounds equal. Man, can we just move on? Whatever the next segment is. Anyway, uh, yeah, so. 
Oh, I've got something. So work has serious X, always have something. serious XM playing on the oh, on their speakers, like they give us music or whatever. And they rotate the they rotate the stations, of course. Well, this week it was country. And I'm not talking like Johnny Cash, Hank Williams, good country. I'm it's talking like modern fucking bullshit. stadium country bullshit. Let me just give you a couple examples of this, all right? And here's my and well, first of all, modern country music is literally just right wing propaganda. It's right wing propaganda and it's also basically just like worship music. Yeah, it is. Uh, so this is this is Florida Georgia Line. Um, mm. Yeah, the song "I Love My Country." Ugh. I like it. I'd listen to it. Ew, seriously? I have a whole playlist. I fucking hate this shit. Look at this. Country, you mean like country music? That's what he means, right? Dude, here's another one. This is a fucking, this is ear rape is what this is. song's called My Truck. It's like rap country, I guess. Yeah. Hey, I know why you're not very loud, because you're in the wrong channel. Am I? Yeah. No. Let me fix that. Give me a pause. Don't touch my truck. Ugh. Just give it a minute. How are you using a music segment during what the fuck is going on? No, this is just... I hear this song four times a day. <laughs> they have like a ten fucking song rotation on this thing. You'll survive. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. This is... No, wait. Yeah, how do you not love that? I thought you were down with the, the raps. That's great. <laughs> Red cup full of honey, man. The defense rests, your honor. Dude, seriously, fuck this song. <laughs> fuck modern country music, man. It's fun. I like no, it. No, it's fucking no, terrible. It's, fun. it's garbage. It's fine. It is it. fucking right-wing no. Fox News propaganda. Not all of it is. All of it is. Not all of it is. It's all pandering bullshit. No, you're... No. Bo, is, Bo, Burnham was, sure. Bo Burnham was right. It is fucking pandering bullshit. <laughs> Bo Burnham. God. It's fine. Uh, no, it's yeah, not. It is fine. You listen to this shit 12 hours a day and then tell me it's fine. Okay. And hear the same 10 goddamn songs. Okay. Ugh. It's fine. No. It's fucking not. Michael's in troll mode tonight, I can tell. Yeah, it is. That was the segment? No, I'm going to do my segment of what the fuck is going on. Matt's shitty opinion about how he thinks he has to know everything about everything. It's fucking annoying. What like, what? seriously, what? dude. Cut, there's nothing wrong with country music. You'll, you're fine. No, Don't listen to it. It's garbage. It's trash. Put your, your earbuds in it's or something. Trash. No, it's fine. It's fucking proper. It's completely fine. I'm, I'm going to do country music country for the next 10 weeks. Country music how we got Trump. No, it is not. Not all country really? music is bad. Really? You think all country music is bad. I didn't say all. I said like modern. Country music. You, you did say country all. Music modern was, country was, music is trash. Country music. Pop propaganda. Country music died when Johnny Cash died. Oh my god. Exactly. Thank you. What do you have any? What the fuck's going on? I, everything's fucked. I mean, just pick something. All right. Everything's fucked. Trump How about <laughs> let's talk about fucking Portland? How about we talk about Portland? Yeah. Hey, Second Amendment assholes. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. It's almost as if it wasn't about the actual Second Amendment. 
uh, I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, what if the uh, government's? I'm gonna. I'm gonna protect myself against a tyrannical government. Hey, the tyrannical government's here, motherfuckers. Get your AR-15s out. Mm-hmm. Head to Portland. Go defend or Philly, it. Or Chicago. Go or Oakland it. or Boston. That's where they're going next. Fuck you, man. Fuck the Second Amendment, people. Fuck it all. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like fuck the federal government. I mean, <laughs> yeah. They're attacking peaceful protesters. And hauling them off in unmarked vans to undisclosed locations. Yeah, Yeah, that's not terrifying. Yeah. Fuck me, That's not third world Russia. Dude, I was reading some stuff today. The people at Portland are like, yeah, we're not going down on this. We're not putting up with this bullshit. No. They're like, we're still going to be out here. Go ahead Mm -hmm. and take me off in a van. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like... What is the deal with the van? So I've I've seen... I haven't, like, like dove into that. These are unidentified officers. No no one's dressed in camo. Hired by who? It's the federal government. It's the federal government. It's like Department of Homeland, Home, Homeland Security, uh, federal immigration. I mean, there's That's all the there's thing like, is like nobody really knows. They're federal agents. There's like a multitude of federal agencies involved in this. It's secret police is what it is. Yeah. And they're just taking people off the street. Yes. So literally Jesus peaceful Christ. protesters taking them off the streets yeah. into unmarked vans to no, undisclosed locations. No Miranda rights. None of that. Like, and no, yeah, no, it's all illegal. <laughs> it is. It's every bit of it's illegal and, and unconstitutional. It's. I mean, it is. It's fuck. It's fucking terrifying. And if you vote third party once again in this election, go fuck yourself. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, if you don't want to stop listening to us for that. Uh, feel free. Actually, yeah. If you, yeah, to re- to re- if, or if, if you fucking write you, in a candidate or some shit like that, get the fuck out of my face. I, I, I mean, don't care. this is we're. I mean. I, to repeat last week, suck my dick. The the Holocaust uh, remembrance like, like a punishment. I guess people it is, yeah. like put out this Absolutely. list of like authoritarianism. We're, we've got we're all of them yeah. are happening right now in yeah. America. Every single one mm-hmm. of the steps and all the people that were supposed to fight against the Toronto government are hiding out in Idaho. With they're the cheering jer- it on, jerking off to their guns. They're cheering, yeah, because it it's the left wing exactly. getting beat down. Exactly. Yeah. But oh, don't don't make me wear a mask. That's right. Obama was the tyranny guy, right? He right. was the, he was the tyrannical dictator. Right. Indiana's going to masks starting Monday. Everyone has Fine. to wear one. Good, good. A little late, but better late it's than never. Way late, but and the thing is, though, that it's only it's only as good as people as businesses that will enforce it. And Marion County in Indianapolis has had that mandate for three weeks and i've been working in gas stations up there and nobody's wearing them no and nobody's saying a word to no. them about it so it's like it doesn't matter because if no, like, i've seen a couple people not in gas stations but in starbucks in they're. starbucks they're doing they're enforcing it but i've I, i've yet to see it be enforced in a gas station and those places are packed mm-hmm. so yeah and gross that too um you got a poetry corner or anything i do all right let's do that they were Oscar Wilde at heart, and they ripped off Emerson. They put the come in coming. Yes, they did. They put the dick in Dickinson. Lady day, lady day, lady day, lady day. <laughs> Welcome to the Polly's Poetry Corner. Take it away, Polly called song number 12 <laughs> a moon this is his bright Matthew's white face. song number 12 out of 4 <laughs> blinds the st- moon bright white blinds the stars in the approaching lights the lights methodically flashing blue light red light sound a jubilant tune of 12 repeating songs as we act along with song number 12 now what so this <laughs> what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> so this is based on 
This is the time Beth and I got busted by the cops making out. <laughs> so, song number 12 is from Harry Connick Jr.'s Blue Light album. Oh, God. Man, you wore that album out. I'm going to play another goddamn song. That's it. I'm doing four tonight. Yeah, so the song was from Harry Connick Jr.'s album. I don't know if I said this before or not. You did. Okay, well, anyway, we had to stop because I blew people's yeah, eardrums out. Yeah, you blew my eardrums the song out. Is, the song's actually number You're 12. You're welcome, everybody, called, for editing that out. Called Just Kiss Me. So we were acting along. Yeah. Just kiss me and forget all about that other stuff. Kiss me. Your big red lips, I think, will be enough. Don't worry with your lipstick. Wrap your hand around my shaft. Throw away your lipstick. That ain't your color anyway. Boy. I wore this fucking uh, album. The, the early '90s or the mid, early to mid '90s swing craze. Yeah. Anyway, that's what that poem's about. So, it's a wow. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Got any more songs for your song, song <laughs> segment? <laughs> He's only played a hundred of them. <laughs> God damn it! So it's uh, my fucking podcast too. So suck my dick, all right? Nobody wants to suck your dick, Matt. Quit asking God. people to suck your dick. Quit it's, giving me a reason to make an it's offer. Unbecoming. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah, that's great, Michael. Uh, what? Are you ready for yeah. meditating? Mm-hmm. It's just that one that does that. With Gary Busey. A good way to lose weight is to put salt on your ass and go to a petting zoo. <laughs> but stay away from goats because I've seen them fornicate with a mailbox. <laughs> you had us in the first half there for sure. <laughs> wow. Boy, that, that went a couple different directions there. <laughs> Make sure you put the flag up. Well. You know, I'd say oh I don't think we deserve Gary Busey, but we totally deserve Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary, Gary Busey is the epitome of the Trump administration. Gary Busey yeah. is a symptom of a broken society. Yeah. <laughs> and cocaine. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, are we doing anything else? Oh, music time. It's music time. We're going to play five more million songs to time. I'm now. not playing anything, so fuck you. Okay, that's fine. No, I'm Brad, what do you I'm got? Actually <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> I'm playing a country song, and I chose it before. I'm not doing it in in direct aversion to you, but which you sort of are. No, I, I it was literally the song I yeah. picked on the way here. Uh, the album is uh, "Happiness in Liquid Form" by Alfie Templeman. It's a little, it's an EP, six song EP. Big fan of this album. This is the opening track, "Happiness in Liquid Form."
say that was Jamiroquai? Jamiroquai? No, it's not fucking, man. Jamiroquai. It's not fucking Jamiroquai, dude. Like, it doesn't sound anything like him. Like, nothing, not even close. Michael He's Bay. in fucking control <laughs> mode. God damn it, man. 100%. I hate, I'm, just asking, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Who did you say it was? None of your fucking business, Michael. It's Alfie Templeman. Oh, okay. He Isn't put it the guy from Peaky Blinders that Tom Hardy no, plays. No, Tom Hardy, no, it's <laughs> that's not. Alfie Solomon. That's Alfie Solomon. Yeah, God, what a great character! Oh, he's show. so good in that. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he's Alfie. He's the Jew. That's actually what he's called in the show. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's a Jew. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Um, I'll play one. I haven't played this album's been out for a, a two or three months, but uh, Swamp Dog. Yeah. So. Swamp Dog is like a old. He's like what seventy some years old. Yeah, I mean his name's Swamp Dog, so he's like. been around for freaking ever. Uh, his last album was really great, and it was like all in auto tune. Um, so he's he's it's one of those older guys that's having sort of a renaissance in his career, like like Cash did. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, so this his newest album was actually produced by Justin Vernon of uh, Bondi Vare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so this is just a it's a great freaking album. It's on this my is list. this is uh sleeping without you as a drag. Maybe. John Prine is on a couple of the songs on this album, too. No, R.I.P. Yep. He's dead to me. See, I didn't even say. Laying here on my pillow Crying all night long Stereo is playing Some sad, sad songs It's a natural fact I can't live like that Sleeping without you kills a drag You need to drag us back out in yeah. a minute. That's a good album. It is good. The album is Sorry You Couldn't Make It. Yeah. So, good yeah. stuff. It, it's, it's just really cool to see, like, I think with our internet culture and stuff, like, there's going to be more of these sort of older artists that find a renaissance toward the end of their life when people, some of these guys that were in women and were, that were lesser known back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, if they're still around, you know? Yeah. So they kind of catch on. So anyway, great album. All right. Nice. Michael. Uh, so the new uh, Dixie Chicks album came out this week. Um, and nope, I, not yeah, the Dixie Chicks. No. Oh, it's just the Chicks. Definitely yes, the yes. Chicks. Well, it says Dixie Chicks on the the artwork so i'm sorry um but the chicks yeah so they came out with a, a new album this week i i actually really really love it i'm not not even gonna front um <laughs> this this song so so they all went through a uh divorce since their last album it's been like 13 years since they had an album come yeah it's out. been a minute um but they've all been through different divorces it's interesting how bands can go like that long without putting anything out yeah. Well, I think they were just living their lives. Well, I know they but were living. Just, they were they laying low because after everything blew up when Bush was president. I mean, they they put an, out an album after that though. So it, it's. I mean, I think they were just. They all had kids mm, and yeah. divorces. Yeah. But this album is uh, 
it's they're, they still are not giving any fucks. They're not putting up any with any shit. So uh, the album as a whole is really good. Um, this is my favorite song though. Th- this this song makes me want to go to a chicks concert outdoors take my shoes off drink some cores no i'm gonna drink a, a wine cooler <laughs> lift it oh, lift yeah. it to the fucking, fucking sky bartles and james baby dude lift lift it to the sky <laughs> and a sing every dollar jack daniels cocktail nope, of a can. no wine cooler all the way uh yeah so this is it, it yeah it's my favorite song here. michael's our basic bitch yeah I, I i even was thinking about that this is i am a basic bitch sometimes when it comes to this music stuff like I can get down. Do, I can you listen do you, to. Buddy. Yep. I can listen to country music because I don't care. Like it. it it's. I can't it's like popcorn, do, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, this is uh, tights on my boat. I hope you die peacefully in your sleep Just kidding I hope it hurts like you hurt me I hope that when you think of me you can't breathe I hope you never find a sock to match the other one Hey, will your dad pay your taxes now that I'm done? I can promise you're not fooling anyone Jesus And you can tell the girl who left her tights on my boat That she can have you now yeah, you can tell the girl who left her tights on my boat that she can have you now. You're gonna get what you got coming to ya. You're gonna get what you got coming to ya. You're gonna get what you got coming to ya. You are, you are. You're gonna get what you got coming to ya. Yeah, I just love it, man. I kind of like that, actually. It's so, the album is really yeah, good. Yeah. I've had that song on loop, and then uh, the March March dude, song the is just guitar great. in that's killer. Yeah, man. dude. So I, I saw um, them play on Colbert, and uh, dude, they're just like not kidding, super super talented. Yeah, yeah like they're sure. they're classically trained uh, artists right. that are just I'm, I'm downloading a it. fuck ton of talent. Oh, fuck so, <laughs> Yolo, yeah, or whatever. It's it, it's a good. It, it's a I'm not what, fucking what, around anymore. What's Rob Bell saying? The joy thing? Lower the bar? Yeah. Yep. Lower the bar and you'll find joy everywhere. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, I do want to uh, resurrect another segment, though, real quick um, while I'm thinking what? of it. I'm going to resurrect a segment. No. People are asking to resurrect no, segments. We need to do Brightside, too. Well, we'll do Brightside, but I want to do this next. Hey. Oh, come no. over and have a seat. This is the CCM. God, we haven't done this forever. I did not know this was coming. All right. Uh, So a new uh, single that dropped this week. Oh, no. Uh, It's called Be the Moon by Chris Tomlin. So Chris Tomlin definitely going through a country phase. Um, It's the same fucking music, man. Well, he's he's leaning into it. So uh, let's. And here's the thing. Like, we can shit on this guy and, and like it. He's brilliant at what he does, and yeah. it's so infuriating. We've said that. It, yeah. I mean, it's so infuriating, but it, yeah. Let's. He can shit out the same album once every three years and make and Dude, sell a it's billion. It's insane. Waiting for the U2 guitar riff. Where's that? He's got a lyric generation. He does. He does. Just a reflection. Everybody wants to be somebody. Do they? I want to be somebody too. You're a you're a fucking gazillionaire. For something I want to be 
If he wants to be known for just Jesus, he want to be the sell man. your mansion, Chris. I don't know what he lives. Does he live in a mansion? I'm sure he does. Probably recorded this from there. It's the same shit. Oh, he got his amazing Drace, Drace drop in there. Here's Brett Young coming in. Who? Brett Young. He's a somebody else. It is gonna be some cloudy day. Sometimes it's gonna cover up the work you're doing in me. But stay with every breath I breathe. I fucking, I just can't. I can't. If there is one thing I don't miss, it's the music portion of Church. Dude's been uh, releasing albums since 98, man. Dude. He's been releasing the same album since 98. I know. And that is, I mean, there's nothing, I mean, it's offensive in the fact that he's not saying anything different than Here what you he's go. been saying. 2001, 2002, 2004, 6, 8, 10, 13, 14, 16, 18, and it's 20. just, it's just, you need to do a net worth search on him. Well, he sold, uh, according to the, according to the Wikipedia, he sold somewhere in the neighborhood of like seven million albums. Let's put and it that's this not way. Clu- that's probably, not including downloads. He probably does enough that he makes money off of Spotify. Yeah. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> easily. Well, and I don't know about radio. that. That's hard to do. I money know, off but Spotify that's I mean. and the radio. I'm sure. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna let's wonder how many listeners he's got on Spotify. Let's yeah. what, what what do you think his monthly I, listenership who cares? is? Well, let's let's find out. Ten million. I just. Um, let me see here. Here, ten million. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say twenty million. Brad, you got a guess? I, no, I don't care. Oh, we're way off. Two million. <clears throat> Honestly, can't listeners. believe it's not more than that. Yeah. I really can't. Well, either. except 2. for the 5. most of his listeners are boomers that can't figure out Spotify. There is that. That's probably a big part of it. They still buy CDs for eighteen dollars from Christian bookstores. His his number one song on Spotify, at least, is "Good Good Father." Ninety eight million. God damn, dude. Listens. He made $3 off that. Yeah, no, <laughs> 98 million. God, 98 million listens. Yeah. Our God has 64 million. And then how our great God is, is our God? Greater, our God is greater. Our God stronger. I mean, it's just it's just pure saccharine bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it, but that's the thing. It is. It's saccharine. Yeah. It tastes fucking good. Yeah. And, you know, he's really good at GC&D, man. Yep. Um. All right. Let's, that E minor bridge. Yeah. Got to bring it down a little bit. You got a capo the one on capo on one. Yeah, it has to be in either A flat or a B flat. flat. It's almost always A flat. Capo one or capo three. Because <laughs> he writes on fucking piano. You can tell when people write shit on piano because it's always in a flat key. <laughs> always You're listening to look on the bright side, side <laughs> Mister Brightside himself, Matt Powell. I don't have anything anymore. You played Chris Tomlin. I'm out. Always look on the light. I don't side have anything. You can thank clinical depression for that. If life uh, seems jolly rotten. Oh. Sorry. Um, so I, I, I made the notes for this this uh, episode on Monday. Uh, we were supposed to record on Tuesday, but I didn't. We didn't record because uh, I worked 17.4 hours yesterday. Um, but here's what I wrote on Monday. I worked some long-ass hours this week, <laughs> So, but I'm grateful for it. So. How you feel now, buddy? Still feeling that way? <laughs> so that's that's karma slapping yep, slapping sure me is. in the face with its dick. It's like it. <laughs> it uh, yeah, it's yeah, that's something. Uh, no, I I, I I am like I am like it has been the last last week. 
I think I did 47 hours. Little I will that. say it's nice that business is picking up again. Yeah. And it was not for a while. Yeah. And then 17 <clears throat> hours yesterday, it was just like, it, it, it's been good. I mean, I'm glad to, to have money. I'm glad to be employed. In. Yes. So, yeah. Also, uh, I made blackberry cobbler. Oh, um, God, I love a good blackberry cobbler. Uh, I made it with wild blackberries off of our property. Nice. Nice. So fucking good. Um, and then also, uh, Lizzo. I bought it on vinyl for $12 on Amazon. <laughs> a Lizzo vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm pumped. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. It hasn't got here yet, but, um, is that, is that yours? Yeah, that's, that's all. That's all I got. I mean, I, I, with the risk of turning this negative, I've been struggling with clinical depression, so I don't have a ton here. Mm-hmm. Like what's the, what's the difference between clinical and regular depression? I don't know. Oh, just chronic yeah. depression. I don't know. Is that a thing? Anyway, I um, didn't know if there was a difference. So, I mean, we, we moved this last weekend, so we're in our new house. So we're just kind of getting settled in, which is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. You've been going nonstop. It's a lot yeah. of work, man. It's a lot of work. I told Mandy, I'm like, oh, we're dying in this house. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're going to have to drag my corpse out of this house. I'm not moving again. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Well, I'm not fucking doing it. Either that or we're just You're gonna, not moving? Either that or... I'm either, not dragging his corpse out of the house. Either oh. that or we'll literally just pray for it to burn to the ground um, and take everything with it. Yeah, they can just buy new shit. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a it's it's a good thing. I mean, in, in an era when... I mean, this is why, like... You know, I mentioned in the pub that I was really struggling with depression, kind of needed some prayers or whatever anybody does. Stairs. We call them Care Bear Stairs mm-hmm. in the pub. But, like, this is why I struggle with, here's my personality. I struggle with even saying anything about my depression because I don't have any reason to be. Like, But that's not how depression works. Yeah, yeah. but, I mean, like, you know, I feel I mean, bad even saying it because there's people losing their jobs. I haven't lost my job. I've got a good, I've got a job. Uh, we can afford a new house. Like... I I I feel I just feel bad even even saying anything about being depressed. So Shouldn't it's feel like, bad about it. but I do. That's just my that's Stop just my it, personality. Brad. So Cut that shit out, you motherfucker. I mean, I went to the doctor. <laughs> I went, so I I'm went. Sure, that's gonna help. I went to the doctor today hey, for a checkup. Stop and it. the only thing I wanted to, out of that checkup was to up the dosage of my medicine. And I almost didn't even mention anything to the doctor about it because I hate talking about it. So. You did that the first time you went for depression. Yeah, you almost didn't do it. Yeah. So anyway, did you uh, do it though? Yeah, I did. Um, so anyway, we're moving. Well, we moved. Mm-hmm. And that we moved before the closing. The closing was supposed to be last Friday. We ended up moving anyway. It's a thing. Uh, but we are closing on Friday, and everything is set, and it's ready to go. So this will all be put behind us. But, man, just putting a freaking house together, moving shit, cleaning the other house. Mm-hmm. Cl- like, I mean, it, it's, you know, that other house was our home. And it's really, it takes a long fucking time for a house to become a home. Yeah. Oh, and it took me, I bet it took me six or seven years yeah. for this to become a really, you know, we were really that, feel like We were home. in that other house more than six years, and so it was like, it was home. And so it's just, you brought, everything, a, you brought a baby home to it. it yeah. I mean. every, no, we didn't. Did you not? No, we were in the apartment. Oh, shit. That's right. Um, but everything, everything's just weird, but it's good, because it's, we have more space now. Like, it's just, yeah, it's good. That's a good thing. That's a bright side. So. Nice. Yep, I honestly I think a lot of yours right now is probably just stress induced. I'm sure it is because yeah. I know. I mean, I know a lot of when I get stressed, mine definitely peaks. I don't want to talk about my depression though. Like I said, people. No, well, that's are, fine. People are dealing with. No, real that's shit. fine. I get it, but I mean, I, I think can that's I, a can lot. Can I talk of about it. your depression? <laughs> you guys can both talk about. I'm listening over here to smoke and drink, I'm kidding. which really helps. I'm sure. 
<laughs> Helps with that, those meds, man. Yeah, it does. Drink up. Um, doctor's like, do you drink? No, no. <laughs> like once, twice a week, maybe. No, never. Never, never, never. Like a drink a month. You know, <laughs> like just. What is it, the Ron Swanson quote? How many drinks a week do you have? One. One drink a week? One shelf. <laughs> How do you have one? Um, you said you wanted to do this segment. Like you, I just you, you made it, made sure that we did it. You literally said we forgot. We, la- we just forgot last week. That's why well, I said that. All right. So wh- what do you have to say? I don't mean anything. Have you? Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> God damn it! Just <laughs> fucking spit it out. Well, I mean, Brad moved down the street. That's how we've we've now walked to each other's houses, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Two we, minutes. Two minutes. Fifteen seconds. I yeah. broke my record. Were you? Uh, <laughs> I love that you time it. Were you out of breath when you got there? No. That's not quite that far. You time it? It's literally. I just wanted to it's say it's literally what point two miles or something. Yeah, like, he's literally. You turn right, my na- turn right out of my street, turn like left out of my neighborhood, and it's literally the next block down. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's just it's just nice. We were already. I mean, I walked down there the other night after work, and Beth was down there helping, and Jude was Jude been there all day practically. Yeah. Boy, he wore miles out. I bet he did. Jesus I bet he did. Wore him out. But it's it's nice because I think Miles likes doing? playing with he him, does. and so it's nice that he can. Like he has another buddy to play with yeah. now, like a, a a cousin, right? You know, I right. mean, it's not like we live that far away; it was a mile and a half yeah, the other but like way. You but you got to get in the car, and now it's like across the highway. And now yeah. it's like literally, you can walk down the street. Yeah, I could literally walk him down to the corner and just watch him go, yeah. and it'd be fine. Yep. So anyway, that's that's kind of nice. I've I've honestly been struggling with depression a little bit too. I think I've told you guys that. It's just every once in a while. This past weekend, I did a little bit for some yeah. reason. Um. And it's it's just I don't know, and it's it's peaked up a lot of me being realizing I'm still sort of an asshole a lot of times, and I don't want to be, and so I'm trying to deal with that as well, which is kind of a bright side because at least I want to deal with it. Like I don't yeah. want to be a dick bag all the time, and to my family generally. Is that uh, your mantra: don't be a dick bag. Kind of. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> Beth, don't say anything. <laughs> Beth left. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, it's it's just I don't know. I'm glad. I mean, Brad's down the road, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, and it's nice. I'm excited when your pool gets opened. So will I. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a while. When's that up? I, well, we're we got to do a bunch of shit to it. We're trying to figure out how to do that shit to it before they even Did come. The previous up and open owners it. not even look at it. Are they they didn't open it themselves? They, they were supposed to sell it last year, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they haven't opened it for two years. They've been Ooh. trying to sell the house. Is it for full two of water? Years. It's got some in it. Got any dead squirrels on there? No, well, maybe. It's we, haven't lifted, we haven't lifted the cover, so. Don't. Yeah. Put a mask on. I know. So, yeah, it's going to be a shit show. But anyway, that's, right. uh, yeah. Any other segments we want to do? Well, we probably should do a uh, news feed. Well, I, I was, that's the the big one we're going to do. You want to do a roll call? No. <laughs> it's a little late for that, <laughs> a little isn't late it? for that. I think we already did that. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's go into the news feed. Breaking news, this is a delicious cigar. Yeah. Uh, big fan of this one. Yeah, I yeah. told I you, man, they're yep. great. Packed yep. like shit. I wasn't really paying attention when I was that. doing it. Yeah, you've been lighting it and relighting it. I, that's <laughs> the worst packing job I've done in probably five years. There is nothing years. less 
comforting and relaxing than a poorly packed pipe. It's the yeah, it's it terrible. is. <laughs> I like it just it goes out and then yeah, I, I, I gotta know. light it up and it's a pain in the ass. I knew as soon as I I, I, had, I literally had to take the stem off and and open it up a little bit because it was. Yeah. yeah. So you guys know we're, we're trying to get rid of a lot of Confederate statues in this country. Are we are. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Oh God. So uh, obviously, why Virgin- are they even a fucking thing? Like obviously, Virginia has a Robert E. Lee statue. Probably a million of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a place in Virginia that has a Robert E. Lee statue. There is now a petition that calls for the statue of Guar's Odorus Arungus to replace Robert E. Lee. Odorus <laughs> <laughs> Arungus would want it that way. <laughs> That's the only reason I want to do this story. Uh, so, a new petition is calling for the statue of Lake Guar frontman, real name Wait, David. He's dead? Yeah, I didn't know. Real that. name David Brocky. We're not going to call him that. Arungus is dead. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's the fucking hashtag, <laughs> motherfucker. That is the hashtag. <laughs> Odorous. I got it. Do you know how to spell it? Yeah. Derp, derpity, derp, derp. Arungus. Derp, derpity, derp, derp. All right. Um, t- a statue to be erected in his adopted home state of Virginia. He's from Canada, but he lived in Virginia. Uh, there's an opening in Richmond where they're removing the statue of Robert E. Lee's scheduled for removal. Boy, removing a Robert E. Lee statue in Richmond, Virginia. Holy shit. Uh, his family <laughs> that'll, moved. That'll go over well. Born in Canada, his family moved to Virginia when he was a child. He was co-founder of Guar, a shock rock band known for its wild costumes and a violent stage show where copious amounts of fake blood and other fluids yeah. would spew into into an ecstatic audience. What happened to this guy? It's like Balsack told him, throwing blood and urine in the audience isn't enough. You guys need to learn to play something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I went down the Beavis and Butthead rabbit hole today. <laughs> uh, he died of an accidental overdose, uh, heroin overdose, shocking, in 2014. And they're getting uh, a statue? The petition says... Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Robert E. Lee is a failed war general that supported a racist cause. For too long, the city of Richmond has been displaying statues of him and other loser Civil War veterans. We, the scumbags of the universe, call on the city of Richmond <laughs> to erect a statue of great local leader Otis Rungus in his place. The statue the petition has 15,000 signatures. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. I mean, I'm here for it. Dude, that... That would be the best. Tear down to every one of those fucking set. Like, why do we have statues of traitors? Why are is our fucking military bases are named after Confederate generals? Uh-huh. Fort Hood. Why? Fort Hood. Why? Yeah. They're traitors. Mm-hmm. Literal traitors. Yeah. God. Uh, freedom. I mean, just take the just for the second, take the racism out of it. Yeah. It's insanity. It's literally traitors. Insanity to yeah. put up like. I mean, where are the Benedict Arnold statues? Are yeah. those out there, too, somewhere, yeah. probably? God. The only Confederate statues I approve of are ones that sit in the bottom of a urinal. <laughs> what? Like, they took, a, they took a Confederate memorial out of a graveyard in Indianapolis. Why the fuck yeah, was why there ever there? one in Indianapolis? We like, were part of the winning the team. Fuck? Insane. It's like somebody posted like God. a mayor in Canada like destroyed all the Confederate flags at some business. And it's yeah, like, like why are they it's Canada? What the fuck are you doing in Canada? <laughs> God, it's not even your it's not even your country's heritage. It's insane, man. God, the whole Confederate flag thing. At least, I mean, the, at, the least milita- at this point, the Pentagon finally banned them. Why were they ever allowed in the first place? At least at this point. We know who the racists are. They're making themselves known. God. If you're flying that fucking flag, you're a goddamn yeah, racist. There's, there's, there's no ifs, ands, yeah. or it's not your fucking heritage. You're no, a goddamn it's, racist. It's not up for discussion. No. No. Okay, from uh, 
Action News, Jacksonville, CBS 47, Yeah. Action News, Jacksonville. Uh, a four-foot snake, rat Over snake. to you, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you, Byron. Uh, four-foot rat snake rings Kansas men's doorbell. Jesus, dude. Fucking that. Overland Park, Kansas. The advantage of having a doorbell camera connected to a phone is that the user can see who's at the door. Usually. Dude. A Kansas man got a big surprise when he saw motion on the camera at his Overland Park home, a four-foot rat snake. Kyle Crane told... Which I know are harmless, but no. No. Told... Kyle Crane told KMBC where news is next door. Is it a rat or is it a snake? He did not know what was wrong. It's a what, snake with a rat head. He didn't know it was ringing his doorbell. Figured it was a lizard. He went outside to investigate. Not what I expected, Crane said in the video. It's a rat snake just hanging out on my ring doorbell. I thought it was a lizard. I saw some motion. I was wondering how to get out of how he got out here. Then I came out here and I see it was a snake. Rat snakes are not venomous. They kill their prey by constriction and grow as long as seven feet. Same. Uh, after. <laughs> excuse me. After I meant the kills by constriction. <laughs> no, you kill by throwing things against the garages. You kill by blunt force. Blunt force trauma. <laughs> uh, after getting over his initial surprise, Crane relocated the snake to a nearby creek, the television station reported. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm assuming the snake was <laughs> the snake was selling oil. Did I ever tell you when I had a snake in our garage when we lived Nothing. in? Snake oil salesman. I gotcha. When we, lived in, <clears throat> when we lived in Gosport, no, hey Brad, don't, Brad, snake oil. You don't drum roll snake your oil. own joke, man. Hey Brad, did you get it? No, I didn't. I See, it's a snake. Hey, do you have that lighter? Mm. And it was selling oil, and it was a snake oil. Oh, wow. What, what the fuck was that? Sound effect. Oh, wow. I, I broke something. It broke something. Timed. I was like, God, did I hit a glass? <laughs> Dude, that was perfect timing. <laughs> it was perfect timing. You <laughs> literally thought you broke something. <laughs> literally, the glass broke So, I remember, uh, so... Uh, a uh, friend of the podcast, Christopher Blue, uh, uh, vet Christopher Blue, uh, posted that picture. That picture he posted the yeah, poem. For the three, if t- three million dollars on the other side of the door, and there were three giant constrictors <laughs> like, yeah, like standing bows. by the door. Yeah. He was like, "What? What, what, what are you doing?" I was like, uh, "Shitting my pants, passing out, and getting fought over by three snakes yeah. as to who gets to eat me." Yeah, same. I hate snakes. Did I tell you about when fuck I fuck snakes, man. Never tell you about when we lived in Gosport and we had one in our garage. So I had a. I had a redneck neighbor, really nice dude, older guy. And, In Gosport? Uh, no yeah, yeah, right. So we had a um, – I was at home one night, and Mandy comes in the front door, which was weird because usually she came in through the garage door. And I was like, all right. She's like, so, yeah, we got a snake on our step leading into our house in our garage. Like we had a step up into the house, and it was Ooh, just fancy. coiled up sitting there. And I was like – Huh. Well, I don't know what to do because I'm not doing anything with it. No. I'm not touching it. I'm not, I'm not getting near, near it. it. Nope. Fuck I literally no. looked at it from outside my garage. So I was like, hey, he'll know what to do. So I went over. I knocked on my neighbor's door and I'm like, hey, you afraid of snakes? He's like, shit, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're, the, you're the man I need. So I said, I've got one in my garage. Can you come get him out? Yeah, let me put a shirt on. I'll be over in a minute. Not the hero we deserve, but the one we need. <laughs> so... Long story short, doesn't put a shirt on. Comes over anyway. Uh, grabs it, and it coils around his arm. And he's trying to grab it. Well, first of all, he's trying to grab it. He's, God damn it. Shit. Nope. He's, like, literally talking to the snake. And, and he ends up, like, grabbing it by the head. And then it wraps around his arm. And he takes it back to the woods. And he's cussing at it all the way across the yard. Now, calm down, God damn it. 
I'm just trying to let you go. Now, God damn it. I mean, he's just, it was freaking fantastic. But yeah, it was nice having a guy like that around yeah. because I was not, a, I mean, my suggestion would have been, I'll get a lighter and some gasoline and we'll burn, burn the, the fucking house, house to the yeah. ground. Yep. And hope it kills the snake. <laughs> yes. I've got Tyson for that shit if I ever happens here. Yep. So thank God. <clears throat> Is that all you got? That's all I got. Brad, we got. You guys hear that snake oil salesman joke, though? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. <laughs> Seriously. Six-year-old super... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. What the fuck is that from? Family Guy. <laughs> Dude. Not as stubborn as that donkey. Kevin Bacon was not in Footloose. <laughs> yes, he was. No, no, no. Uh, six-year-old superhero saves sister from dog attack, gets 90 stitches. Oh, this kid oh, is a fucking geez. badass, and man. And praise from the Avengers. Yes. Six-year-old Bridger Walker from Cheyenne and Wyoming. Well, there you go. Yeah. They don't fuck around out there. No. Been out there a few times. That dude's wrestled a bear at some point. Uh, the boy protected his little sister from an aggressive dog that injured him during the daring rescue. Bridger had to get 90 stitches for his wounds. If someone was going to die, I thought it should be me, Dude. the boy said. Yeah. Wow. Now Bridger's being called a hero worldwide. How and old was he? Six. That's... Fuck. What? And what? if you think that the six-year-old has all the markings of a professional superhero, you might not be far from the truth. Actor Mark Ruffalo, who plays Bruce Banner and the Hulk in Avengers movies, responded to the story and said that he admired the boy's courage. Meanwhile, Chris Evans, a.k.a. Captain America, Fucking a, man. sent the boy a video where he praised him for his bravery. Plenty of other celebrities have pitched in with their own praise. He was sending him an authentic shield, too. Yeah, welcome to the Avengers Bridger. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's got a picture. This kid's face is fucked yeah. up. Like, Poor dude. half his face is just fucked. I mean, the picture is, like, simultaneously heartwarming and heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. so he's got his arm around his sister, and wow. he's got, like, his face is swollen. Well, that's a lifelong bond, everywhere. isn't it? Yeah. Jesus. Um, just so you know, I wouldn't take 90 stitches for you. Dude, fuck, I'd be, like, <laughs> cheering the dog. Like, just fuck him up, man. Like... Bite his dick off! Bite his dick off! Um. So anyway, yeah, it's just a it's just a great story, man. Like uh, Tom Holland, who played Spider Man, called him. Yeah. Um. I think uh, Iron Man did too. You mean yeah, <laughs> like actual Iron Man? Yeah, he's fucking Iron Man. <laughs> At this point, dude, like, Robert Downey Jr. is fucking yeah, Iron he, Man. He's, no, he's Tony. He's Stark. Tony Wait, wait, Stark, wait yeah. is he is is he Iron Man or is he actually fucking Iron Michael. Man? Michael, fucking the suit. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, Captain America was sending him a. He was sending him I a shield. Fuck me. <laughs> Tom Holland invited him to Spider-Man Three filming to the set when he starts when they start filming that. So I don't know. That's just it's just really cool. Yeah, cool. That, story. That's a great story. Yeah. Uh, and then um, another good story. I needed some good stories. Yeah. After years of waking up at four a.m. to haul trash, student is accepted into Harvard, and his reaction is pure joy. Damn. When you think of Harvard Law School, a few things probably come to mind. Wealth, prestige, distinguished libraries. Reese Witherspoon. Uh, maybe sweater vests. You likely wouldn't conjure a picture of a sanitation worker getting up at 4 a.m. to clean dumpsters and sort trash before school. But then you don't know Rehan Staten. Uh, while, getting, wow. <laughs> while getting into Harvard Law School is no easy feat for anyone. Rehan, who was single parent whose single parent family was poor, uh, truly had his work cut out for him. Uh, he doesn't take all the credit either. He gives most of it to the people around him. 
He says after going, he's 24. He said after going through everything that he that we did as a family, I just felt that we 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 got into Harvard and like I just can't even explain it. It was we, the community around it made all the difference. He says. He said he admits he was hungry for more after living through years of family struggles and poverty. While growing up in Bowie, Maryland, his mother abandoned the family and moved out of the country when he was eight. However, that was also when he began learning the value of hard work. His father had to labor at multiple jobs to support him and his older brother, Reggie. Uh, Those times tested him as a family, uh, tested the family as a whole. As his grades slipped, he channeled his energy into sports. He excelled at boxing and martial arts and won national and international competitions, which he hoped would be his way out of poverty. But he ended up with a rotator cuff injury that basically screwed those plans. So, basically, after years of struggling, um, he became a sanitation worker. Um, and he graduated in 2018 with accolades and was chosen to give a student commencement speech. When he took his LSAT test, he scored exceptionally well in the 80th percentile and began applying to law schools. He set his sights high on Harvard. Mm-hmm. Um Luckily, because that school comes with a hefty price tag, he found another supporter, Carney McCook. Carmi McCook, a communications coach who calls him her protege, started a GoFundMe page to help him with the cost. The initial goal was seventy-five thousand. It surged to over one hundred eighty-five thousand in donations. Nice. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a. So not only is he gonna go to Harvard, he's basically gonna go for free, which is awesome. So, yeah, man. I mean, like. I know this is a rare story, but it is nice sometimes to know that like hard work can pay off. And Mm -hmm. sometimes people that are grow up in shit can like, sometimes they're able to break out. Unfortunately, in this country, that's the exception. It is. It absolutely is. But it's, you know, I, yeah, I mean, it's a great exception. It is. But it's still, I just, I don't know, man, much as I've been struggling Uh, to both of you to see a good, did you meet me? No, hopefully. Why? You're the inspiration, bro. I'm gonna set up shop kids at the inspiration. State Fair, calling it Carney McCook. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's my stripper name, Carney McCook. It's all just Carnies and <laughs> cooking at McDonald's. Yeah, thanks, Michael. That's great, Michael. What do you have? I dare I ask? Um, product update. Mountain Dew uh, has got a new flavor. So and it tastes just like all the other flavors. Mountain Dew continues to outdo itself. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to exciting new releases of colors and flavors. No, they're not. We invented a new color. Yeah, they haven't invented a blue one before. This is a new one. Uh, well, here, here's what they've done recently. They have a bright red-orange Southern Shock. Sounds racist. Um, and the return of midnight blue-toned Liberty Brew. Sounds <laughs> racist. Um, do racists drink Mountain Dew, or is it, is it gamers and well, racists? There's a lot of racist gamers. Gamers drink Monster. <laughs> um, and then the, 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 Kyle. the icy blue frost bite, but uh, which I guess the frost bite tastes like cool melon. It tastes like fucking Mountain Dew. Have you had it? No, they all taste like fucking Mountain Dew. Um, anyway, so the new one is a uh, Speedway exclusive. Um, <laughs> it's uh, boy, really glad they locked that down. Mountain. Mountain Dew Spark. It's got a race car on the front. It's a Mountain Dew with a blast of raspberry lemonade flavor with other natural flavors. Natural. So There's nothing fucking I hope natural. They put natural in quotes. There is nothing um, natural at all about Mountain Dew. It must have nothing. A, it's got a blast of raspberry lemonade. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it does. I'll give you a blast. <laughs> of raspberry lemonade? No, something else. What? What else you got, Michael? Another product update. Um, yeah, I do. No, I don't have another one. 
Uh, I have more. Hold on. I was trying to think of. Uh... Sorry. Are you? What are you doing? Okay. It's Michael. Um, so I don't know if this, this seems. <laughs> Fire? This seems weird. So a 21-year-old woman who loves playing fetch and getting head scratches says she now earns six figures a month by pretending to be a dog. No. Nope. There's no way she makes six figures a no, month. No, 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 no. There's no way. Well, people love their dogs with their faithful nature, willingness to play and all-around adorableness. Call it bullshit on this Jenna story. Phillips from Austin, Texas, feels she has a much stronger connection with our four-legged friends. Since Jenna was little, uh, she has felt like a dog. Um, uh, so much so that she used to pretend <laughs> she was a puppy while growing up. Um, when she was older, Jenna visited a convention in Chicago. Go out on a limb and say she's white. Yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely white. It was a really strong reach, but I figured yeah. I thought maybe I'd give <laughs> it a shot. Take the risk on that one. Good God. She, she visited a convention in Chicago where she met a couple of men uh, who were into the, the pet play scene. They're called furries. Um, and in, No, this, she's not wearing any furry stuff. It's just, it's just on all fours. Um, <laughs> and uh, the encounter <laughs> inspired her to learn more. I mean, um, Jesus. During uh, the two Ir- years. Ironically, not into doggy style. <laughs> wow. Uh, she worked as a clinical optician. Jenna set up a fans only account to share her kink with others. Uh, though for the first 18 months, it's become uh, more vanilla content. Um, yeah, so. What, she just lays there and sleeps? Uh, like curled up no, on a pillow? There's a picture there's of no her in a park. She, no way she makes that much money. There is, mm. dude, people are into weird shit. Yeah, but um, like. Why are you paying for porn? <laughs> well. Why it, are people paying? I, I, I can under, if you're into humans who act like dogs, I mean, I, I'm sure it's hard to come Motherfucker, by. Motherfucker, that sure. shit is free on the internet. Here's I can the almost guarantee it. I know, I'm sure there's people that are into that, but like there's not enough people in Austin, Texas that are into that. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's online that oh, she's okay. making. This is the fans only thing that she's oh, making. Only fans Six only fans. It's not a drive through Brad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a picture of her in a park uh, on all fours with a tennis rough, ball in her rough. mouth. That'll be $300. Could you eat this bowl of kibble, please? Um, God, how weird! The, I mean, just if you, you remember, do you remember when it was weird just selling used panties online to like Japanese dudes? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Okay. This, like, this is a, like another level of weird. Michael's like, I got a story for that. Uh, this is okay. So, um, so there is. So her full time job is to represent the female puppy community. Um, <laughs> that's not a she, fucking no. That's not a fucking thing. No. God damn it. She began. Uh, so so she began. <laughs> Posting uh, more kinky pet play on She's not page. an ambassador. There's not an ambassador for that. Using the moniker there is now, that puppy girl. The female um, puppy community. So now subscribers can pay $20 per month to see her uncensored f- OnlyFans content where she chases after balls and walks around naked on a leash and takes baths, uh, often while naked. Um, I'd really take baths naked too, but you know, weird, here's man. the thing, man. If mm. she's making six figures, good on her. I have less of a problem with her doing it than the guys the paying, guys for, are it. paying like, for it. Yeah. My God. I mean, <clears throat> like at that point, have you just seen everything that's, on that's Pornhub, and you're like, that, well, I need something else. Yeah, you don't start out with like, like hey, you, I, want a gr- I want a girl dog. Like you've got like, start to finish on Pornhub, and you're like, well, yeah. I'm out. 
There's other. There's also a video. Yeah, of this is where you go her when you with click another on, dog. When you click on a Pornhub video, and they're like, "You've watched this like already." All yeah, of it. let me just show okay. you this picture. Okay. <laughs> I'm good, Michael. Really, boy, boy. That's yep. That's her eating a tennis ball. Hmm. <laughs> is that what we're calling it now? Seductively eating a tennis yeah. ball. Yeah, or the palm of somebody's hand. Um, yeah. Just, just so for the record, that did nothing for me. No, <laughs> just no, neither. Thank God. What is it, Pete Holmes? Yeah, is like, like you don't know what weird God sexual you're, shit you're thank into. Thank God you're not. At least you're. Oh, thank God you're not into fucking horses. Is what he says. You could be into that. Yeah. We should do. We should. We should get some flashcards for Matt, and then just like we'll have the darkest shit on the internet, and just see. Are you into this? See what gets it gets it going for you. Why did you pick me? Because you're right there. Why did you? Because you. Cause he's you, fucking no, right no, there too. No, why did you pick me? Because you said that didn't do. Why did you pick me? Because you said that didn't do anything for you. So I want to find out what does do it for you. Let's let's how about no. I'm trying to be helpful. <laughs> Come on, doesn't that sound like fun? You could live a much more exciting life. <laughs> Who does? Oh my god. Maybe you're into like. Elmer's glue or something. I'm not, Michael. I can assure you, I'm Maybe not. You're into Elmer's I am. Glue. Pr- I am pretty fucking vanilla when it comes to shit like that. So just whatever. <laughs> Why Elmer's glue? <laughs> I know. I think we got an insight into Michael. <laughs> it's like I gotta it's think of so, something random. It's so gooey and sticky. I yeah. love it. Just slowly watching it crust over. Jesus, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Oh man, the way that <laughs> Matt's <laughs> people smearing paste on their nipples. Yeah. He likes the sparkly kind. And then peeling it off like skin. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm strictly into rubber cement. You guys mind if I glue up? Should <laughs> rub it all over your chest. I feel like this is more of Michael's fantasy than it is mine now. It is now, yeah. for sure. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely oh, is now. Oh man, boy, that uh, that got pretty dark. That took a turn. <laughs> took oh a turn. man, I can't wait. I'm gonna Google that later. <laughs> what? Uh, Elmer's glue fetish? I don't know. I'm sure it's a thing. Okay, uh, <laughs> this is. Let's find out. <laughs> are you? Just give me a minute. Okay, I need to know. <laughs> All right, what do we got? <laughs> is it? Is it a thing? Oh no! <laughs> From Reddit. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Under masturbation is using Elmer's glue on my genitals safe. <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> it's one way to clog it up. Boy, oh, yeah, man. you wouldn't want to get that in the pee hole, would you? No. Nope. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, I just clicked on it. Oh, no. So this is under the subreddit sex. Putting Elmer's glue or white glue in your hand, letting it dry for a bit, and then peeling it off is very satisfying. Everybody Ooh, did that in school. Stranger right. danger. Yeah. Did that did that in school. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that most of us did this in school. To me personally, it's more satisfying than popping bubble wrap. I do this quite often, which, how fucking old are you? Um, interestingly, it never before occurred to me to try and use it on my penis. My skin is very sensitive in a good way. So I'm pretty sure it's going to feel great. It's non-toxic, and as long as I don't get it inside my urethra, it should be safe. Obviously, I only use a small amount of glue on the quote-unquote face of the shaft. (laughs) 
and avoid using it on the bottom since I don't want to glue my balls to the shaft. <laughs> Let's do it. Well. <laughs> Let's do it. There's a lot of support under in the comments, by the way. <laughs> I mean, all right. Oh, man. Okay, uh, Shark Week's coming up. Are we going to ask our guests next week if they're into jerking it with glue? No, we're not going <laughs> to. That's not something that... No. Oh, here's the comment. God damn it. A, a homemade glue stick? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can do with that glue stick? And shove it up your butt. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that until it dries. <laughs> Did anybody have the weird kid in your class growing up that ate paste? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was always that weird kid that ate paste. If you were a weird kid who ate paste, let us know in the, in the, on Twitter. We want to know. You know there's some in the, somebody I, in the pub. I mean, was. I eat chapstick. That's pretty goddamn weird. Yeah. So. so one thing I love about Shark Week, I've never actually watched Shark Week, but I love the idea of it. I love the idea of, of watching sharks. It's not that exciting. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're cranking it up. They, they always have to outdo themselves. Of course. So... Uh, this year, Mike Tyson is going to fight a great white shark. No, no. Michael Phelps swam against he's a shark. He's definitely not. No, he's no, fucking dude. not he's fighting a fight. shark. He's going to fight. The former heavyweight champion will take on one of the most feared predators in the world. He's going to fucking punch it in the nose. I'm going to beat that motherfucker. I'm going to bite his ear off. <laughs> I'm going to beat that shark. Um, I'm going to beat that son of a bitch. Tyson versus I'm gonna punch Jaws. punch it with my fifth. Rumble on the reef. He's called. not going to actually fight a great white shark. I hope he does, it's man. It's a total fucking gimmick. Well, yeah. What do you think fucking Shark Week is? Awesome. I love Shark Week. I don't know. Speaking of Mike Tyson, what about fucking I, happen, shark week? I, happen to watch, I happen to watch a clip. I saw. I happened to see a clip that came up on my Facebook feed of one of Tyson's... <laughs> I of one hate of, when you're like this. Of one of Tyson's fights when he was in his prime. That dude was fucking terrifying. Yep. Dude. Just brutal. He still is pretty he's terrifying. So no, but I mean, he was... Un- he's in his 50s. He is as fast he as he's ever been. unbelievable. Like, yeah. I mean, the clip I saw, I was like, Jesus Christ. That guy was unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm not even, like, into Who boxing. Who was he knocked out in about 90 seconds? Buster Douglas. Fucking knocked it? his ass out, man. I mean, yeah. they people no, paid... even 90 seconds. It was like nine seconds. Yeah. Yeah, people paid thousands and thousands yeah, of dollars crazy. for that fight, and he was over nine seconds. Yeah, I mean, he was he was incredible, but also a rapist, so a terrible person. So yeah. there is that. Have I told you about my fear of Mike Tyson? <laughs> nope, no, but I'm fucking here for it. I can tell you that it's not a current fear; it's a previous fear. So, do you have a lot of contact with him, or so Mike Tyson was in the news when I was a child. Uh, for a lot of things, but I can remember. Mostly rape. Mostly rape. Well, he was he was he was <laughs> loose. Did, did time about thirty minutes from here, as a matter of fact, in Plainfield Correctional Facility. Did he really yeah. in Plainfield? Right. So, so yeah, because it was a st- he did he raped what was her name in Indianapolis. Robin Givens. Yeah, in Indianapolis. Why do I know that? Okay, so when that happened, he was he was loose. People were looking for him, and I had this fear that um, <laughs> Mike Tyson was going to be on my back porch. And looking for some, not to rape, but looking for a hideout because he was hiding out in Indiana somewhere. That is a very weird and specific and, uh, fear. Uh, I also another. So I have a lot of weird things about my my old back porch. Um, no. Yeah. So I was scared of Mike Tyson showing up, trying to break in, and uh, you know, seeking a place to to hide. 
Which, I mean, because he was in the Indiana. Also, had a dream once that um, the cast of uh, Star Trek uh, Enterprise like came to me. What, what the fuck is in happening my house, here, man? <laughs> behind my house, and they were trying to take me. This with is the them. part where Michael does his own podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's a podcast. It's meta. It's a podcast within a podcast. Yeah. I had a dream that Star Trek. I feel like if anybody's going to go to prison, what's what's the oh next generation? That's what it's called. I feel like Mike Tyson would be like the least likely to get raped in prison. Yeah, I mean, let's not do the prison rape thing. Mm. But I mean, seriously, like, who's gonna nobody beat him or fuck with him? Like, nobody. Yeah. D- data but from Star Trek. Next because he was a terrible person. So also yes. Yeah. He probably still is. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty likely. Yeah. I'm. I'm not sure. Maybe he. I don't know. He was in Hangover. Does that make somebody a good <laughs> yeah, person? But that doesn't. <laughs> Hangover? Just because that means he has a good PR person is all that means. It doesn't mean he's a good person necessarily. Boy, could you imagine being OJ Simpson's PR person? No. <laughs> he just quit. Jesus. As soon as he talks, as soon as he opens his mouth, all right, well, I quit. Yeah. Well, guys, we've talked about a lot of things tonight. Yeah. guess that's it. Give me something else to drink. Do you need a drink right now? I need something cold. Do you want me to pause so yeah. you can go get something to drink? I'm starting to get a headache. I'm going to go grab some medicine. Are we doing gin and tonics? Did we hear anything about, we can, something yeah. about a gin and I tonic? I think we have lemons and... No. Or limes, I mean. Yeah. And tonic. Okay. And gin. All right. We'll be right back. All right. All right. All right. And we're back. And we back. My headache has only gotten worse. Good. <laughs> you what? Huh? Do you need medicine, Mike? I took some. Okay. So. All right. Well. Let's go further out, further in. Further up and further in. What I am Nietzsche, he's Nietzsche, she's Nietzsche too. I am Nietzsche, we are Nietzsche. But I believe that you are Nietzsche too. I forget about it every time. It surprises me every time. Ninja theology. Here we go. It's not ninja theology. Sure it is. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fucking not. Koans of Dunshire. Yes. Uh, what are we? Number four. No, number five. Number. And possibly number six. <laughs> yeah. Brad, you want to read it? Sure. Uh, this is called If You Love, Love Openly. Twenty monks and one nun who was named Ishun were practicing meditation with a certain Zen master. Ishan was pr- very pretty, even though her head was shaved and her dress plain. Several monks secretly fell in love with her. One of them wrote her a love letter, insisting upon a private meeting. Ishan did not reply. The following day, the master gave a lecture to the group, and when it was over, Ishan arose. Addressing the one who had written to her, she said, If you really love me so much, come and embrace me now. Hmm. What do you got, Brad? Oh, really? Well, I mean, you said you had something. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the difference between I, between love and infatuation. Okay. Um, How you get there? Because love, I think love requires action or it's not actually love. I think that infatuation is literally just like looking at something from a distance. I I think a lot of times we, especially in our younger years, we mistake infatuation for love. I mean, see the, Oh, sure. See the poetry corner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, for real. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I think that's a that's a big part of it is that love requires. Um, I think it's two things for me: love requires action, and love requires risk. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. isn't isn't love love is essentially just a giant risk? Oh yeah. sure, yeah. Because you throw yourself out there, and until you're willing to do that, I don't know that you you really love something or somebody, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Uh, on any kind of deep level, yeah, I would agree. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna fight again, no. Michael? No. Um, yeah. So that that was what I took from because. You know, this this person is willing to, you know, the monk is willing to write this letter in private. He wants a private meeting. And she's like, I mean, if you really love me. It's like, how do you feel about glue sticks? (laughs) How do you feel about Elmer? (laughs) Glue with a bowl on the cover. (laughs) Um, You know, she's basically like calling him out. Like, if you really love me, come and embrace me. Yeah. You know, And, and so... If it, I guess what she it seems to me what she's saying is if you really love me then risk it because it, it obviously in monasteries and these different things they have these rules like Got our first fly over there's here. there's rules of celibacy in a lot of this there's ru- like you know and so to love to fall in love is a, is a major risk in yeah. this scenario yeah 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 so she's like risk it if you actually love me risk it risk it for the biscuit risk it. Well, well, yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the old, the old bearded biscuit, huh? Uh, um, that's not going to be the name of that's not going to be the hashtag. That's going to be the name of the episode. Just FYI, <laughs> risk it for the biscuit. B i z k i t. No, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. I, wow, you, you totally threw me off on that. That's that's fine. You want me to turn the gym a little sure, bit? Sure, yeah, right. go ahead. So what God, it, please, yes. And this is probably a, a more probably modern take, and I say modern in the last 200 years modern, um, uh, of she is exposing uh, him for his perversion uh, mm. in a way, um, saying, hey, you want it? Here it is. Uh, was it the equivalent of him sliding into her DMs? That's that's interesting. I didn't uh, even I didn't even think I just about thought that. of it right now. I didn't. Even, I read it earlier. I didn't think of it then. I thought of it now. Huh. That's I like that. That's interesting. Yeah, and, and it's it takes it from. Uh, it's almost like a courageous move of like calling the guy out. Like, all right, like, man. Yeah, if you want it, here it is. Here it is. Do it right in here. front of all these people that you have taken a vow of cel- celibacy. That's in interesting. I took like a really, um, I don't think the positive and negative is the words to use. I don't know exactly know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But like I took the. Um, I know what you mean. The view of like a deeper level, but you're taking it almost more surface. And I think yeah. that that's interesting. I mean, I, I, yeah, I like that. Cool. Done. <laughs> Can we go home? <laughs> Dunshire. Well, I went. I had a couple questions when I when I read this. Who do you think you are? Is that it? One of them being, do we ever? F- I kind of went with it as more of a like a more of an existential way. Do we ever fully love our own life enough to open ourselves fully to its possibilities? Say that again. 
do we ever fully love our own life enough to open ourselves fully to its possibilities to fully embrace our truest nature? Like, cause what she's asking him to do is to take that f- sort of, and this kind of goes to my next point too, to kind of take that final step to risk. Yeah. The risk. Um, and I guess going along with that, you know, the, so one monk writes her a letter. It says that several monks fell in love with her. One monk writes her a letter expressing his 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 love, his intentions. Um, at least he was. Oh, see, I went the opposite way of Michael on that. At yeah, least, that's interesting. At though. least he yeah. was open enough to express at least a hidden love for her, and and she was challenging him to sort of take that final step and so and fully and openly acknowledge that love. And I guess to me, are we willing to? F- sort of fully commit to that final step because for me I've always felt like and this and this goes beyond just the I guess love in in the sense we're talking about in this in this koan I've always felt like I'm always one step away from something quote unquote big what do you mean by that like I know in youth ministry I always felt like I was like one step away from like this grand idea that was going to transform my ministry I always felt like I was one step away from Velcro walls. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't Velcro walls. Um, like, I'm always one step away from that next big leap, but I can't quite make that next step. Either I don't know what the next step is, or I can't quite make that next step. Yeah, but is that not just ego, though? Like, that feels like a lot of ego. Like, that feels like... <clears throat> no, to me, it feels like I want to take a step. I don't know what the step is. Yeah, but you're but saying. But I think you've got some something, some hidden gem inside you that has yet to be unlocked. Yeah, but isn't that trying to realize your truest nature? I mean, I think it can. It be. Depends like, on your motives. That's the thing. I think it can be. Well, I think I'm that, saying my motives are I want to realize my truest nature. So does that make it? Is that ego or is that just? But I don't it, think. It I don't on think what you think. I don't your think truest realizing is. your truest nature is the same thing as like. Coming up with the next big thing, or being the next Rob Bell, or no, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about what, that. But, but because I think, I think that's yeah. I mean, I think your motives in that. I think that means that's everything. But it's really easy to trick yourself into thinking you've got the right motives when you don't. I'm not meaning like you. I mean like the no, royal no, I, you. I know, like I know royal you. I mean, I I think because I, mean, I know it personally. I've I've had similar thoughts about that in the past. I mean, that's what this podcast is. Kind of. For yeah. me, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think... But, I mean, I think when I was in ministry, I had those thoughts, and now I look back and then I was like, it was just fucking ego. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to do this next big thing. Or, and it's honestly, it's one of the things that's kept me from, like, why I have kind of just lost interest in writing a book, because I was just going to write it for the wrong fucking reasons anyway. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just to, oh, I'm going to do this big thing or whatever. It, it, who cares? Like... I'm going to be the next Brandon Andrews. <laughs> well, and maybe, maybe, and I use big in quotes. Maybe that's the wrong. I couldn't think of a better term for it. I remember, like, in my first ministry, I, ha- I was thinking through the idea of programless youth ministry. Yeah, that's what got me fired in my last one. Yeah, fired. but you know what I'm saying? Like, I was feeling like I was, was the, bur- the final straw was I proposed doing that, and they were like... Bonhoeffer's life together. Well, it's funny, because I did, I mean, I proposed it at a meeting. I was like, yeah, basically, I'm going to try to do away with my job in the next five yeah. years. And they were like, "Yeah, that's not acceptable." So, yeah. anyway, we need you. I know we need saying. someone to blame. That, I mean, for that, why we're that's shitty so that, that for me wasn't an ego thing. It was more of like, I mean, there may have been some ego in it. I don't, I don't know. There was probably ego. Probably in it. there probably was, but I mean, at the time, there was definitely ego in it. <laughs> but it's not. We're not saying at that the time. It, what I was saying at the time, what I was trying to do was like, 
how can I best serve what is going to be best for my students? Like, that was my question. What was going to be best for my students? What was going to be best for my church at the time? Was it to continue to do the things the way they've always been done or to do something completely, utterly different and maybe transform the way youth ministry is done? With David Copperfield magic light show? No, Michael, not that at all. (laughs) I'm going to make the cross of Jesus disappear. Um, I guess I'm just, I don't know. I, I just think it's really easy in human nature to trick yourself into thinking that you have pure motives. And once again, not saying you as you no, but I'm personally, not, but I don't think I'm you can reduce like, everything to, well, it's just ego. I think you can. I feel yeah, it's, I, I feel know, it's man. fucking lazy to say that. Honestly. I don't think it's fucking lazy. I think, I think it's, it's lazy. I think it's insightful. I think it's lazy. I Why? think it's lazy to assume lazy? everybody has, is doing everything for simply for an ego trick. Well, do you know who would say that? Someone with an ego problem. <laughs> Uh, but I, I don't I like I think there is some truth to that that on some level we do a lot of stuff for ego for the sake of ego yeah I mean I, I just think it's I think it's easy I guess I'm just struggling to see what you're saying like I I think maybe I'm thinking you're saying one thing but you're actually saying something I don't else know. it's always our default answer your guys default answer is it's ego what if it wasn't just ego? What if it was a genuine concern for your community and for how things are I mean, done it, in the community? Yeah, I think it can be. Sure. Well, that's what I'm saying is it was at that time for me. I would say if it wasn't ego, then it wouldn't be what can I create, but what can I join that's already working? There wasn't fucking anything working was, yeah, the, was the issue. Yeah, that's probably There fair. wasn't fucking anything working. Yeah. We were just doing the same shit yeah, that's, that that's, I learned in Bible college. That's probably fair. And I was trying to figure out something. I, mean, I, I didn't mean that directly at you. I, mean, no, but, as the, I know, but yeah. I mean, I probably can speak for a lot of people. Like, what, what's the thing that's going to move this community forward? That was my concern. Yeah. What's going to bring the greatest amount of students into the kingdom was my concern at the age of 23 when I was thinking about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Sure, there was probably some ego. I could have the great next idea, but that wasn't the main concern. The main concern was what can I can create that will bring the greatest amount of students into quote unquote the kingdom. I've got a next great idea. Shark Tank Youth Group Edition. <laughs> I don't know why I do this fucking podcast anymore. I, uh, Let's do it. I'm out. Um uh it's a it's a it's a shitty idea, and for that reason, I'm out. Oh, you could totally see somebody's um, like light bulb moment. I'm doing this next Wednesday night. Um, not anybody <clears throat> listens to this podcast. <laughs> no, that's probably true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I, I think I see what you're saying. I mean, let's try to get let's try to get back to your original point. What was your original? My original point was she's challenging him. In my when I read this, I went the opposite way of Michael. And, right. I, and it, actually, Michael, when I first read it, I saw what you saw too. I, just, I literally just, just yeah. I mean, that was no. I, my initial thought was what where Brad was at. But as I was thinking, I was thinking about think, thinking through it today while I was going to get our beer and our cigars or whatever, and literally wrote it down at a stoplight. I was like, oh, I should bring that up. Um, the idea that she's at least challenging this this one monk who had this at least had the audacity to or courage or whatever you want to say to write her a letter and say, 
I'm in love with you. She's challenging him to take that final step to open. I mean, the title of the thing is to, if you love, love openly. Right. That, that to me is the key to the whole thing. It, it's almost weird because it almost is a, diff- a title different than what the the koan what is the actual title? presents to if you love, love openly. Yeah. If you love, love openly. Yeah. She's challenging him to take that final step and acknowledge that love for her. And my, my point is, are you willing to file, to fully commit to that final step? And the only example I had was I always felt like I was one step away in ministry from like a thing. There was always the thing so out there. But do you think you were do you think you were once just always one step away from that because you weren't willing to take the leap? Is that what you're is that I, what that, you're I don't know. That oh, okay. I don't know. Right. I, I don't know that. I I think I was always just one step away because I was un I couldn't I couldn't see what the next step was. So maybe that's a completely different point. Than what I'm trying to make, but I feel like I don't know if do we ever really fully commit to the love we have for someone. Personally, no, I don't. I, I don't I mean, do, I, do I any of us. I, I mean, that's the question. I think some people do. I mean, I think some people get there. I, I mean, I think I mentioned. I don't know if it was just on the Merton thing that we've been doing for the Patreon, Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. Yeah. Pastors do um, Merton. Uh, that I've realized in the last couple months that like I don't think I've ever allowed myself to be loved, truly loved. Sure. And what that means is then then I I don't think I've ever truly loved. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I don't love my kids and I don't love my wife, but I I don't know that I've ever reached the full depth of that yeah. in either giving that love or receiving that love. In the same thing from receiving the love of the divine, whatever language you want to use. I don't know that I've ever, I don't know that I know how to do that. Um, so, personally, no, I haven't. Like, yeah. I, and, and, I, and I, at this point in my life, at 40, I don't, I don't think I have a fucking clue how to even begin to do that outside of therapy but i mean i can't I mean, even, I mean, I, I, i'm uncomfortable acknowledging my depression because i don't want to inconvenience yeah, somebody right. so therapy like <laughs> maybe that's how the of, fuck am i ever maybe that's the point therapy? of enlightenment is that you the more enlightened you become the more willing you are to take that final step the more yeah that's probably true you know but i think i think there again i think it all comes back i think a lot of that comes back to ego Stick with me. No, I <laughs> so because I don't think you can. See, that's lazy, Brad. I don't. <laughs> I don't think you can. I think that is that is an. I mean, I think isn't true love essentially a type of ego death? Because yeah. you yeah. put yourself aside. What you're saying is taking that. You know, she's asking that guy because that guy writes that in. Why does that guy write that letter in secret? He writes that letter in secret because, because he's he, a monk. Because he's a monk and he doesn't want to breach the rules. He, it's all fucking ego. Mm-hmm. Like, what happens if I lose all of this? Well, and, and she's like, "Are you willing to fucking lose all this? Step mm-hmm. up." Mm-hmm. I mean, it reminds me a little bit. I know Michael hates when I go to the Bible, but I'm always trying to think of this because that's just care. the one. I'm fine with you going to the Bible. You told me last week you hated it. Did I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've slept since then. Listen Brad. to the tape. Let's go to the recording. So <laughs> I've slept since then. I, I'm, I'm fine. With it that. reminds me. It reminds Today me I'm of. It reminds that. me a little bit of the of the Adam and Eve story of essentially what she's she's inviting the guy to do, maybe literally and figuratively, is get naked, mm-hmm. like. There's a you know in the in in the original creation there is a 
they're naked and knew no shame. That is literally, that's no ego. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really, like, if you want to look at the deeper part of the Adam and Eve story is, you know, they, they, they walk into this, they're born into this, created into this, whatever language you want to use, into this, like, egoless existence of, like, we're naked, nobody cares, nobody even notices, it's, there's no shame, like, that is a, it's perfect vulnerability. And mm-hmm. they lose that. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they lose paradise because they lose that vulnerability. They, mm-hmm. they, they become essentially egoic figures. How, because I mean, what's, what, is the, what does the snake say? I mean, you can be like God. That's an ego. What does a snake say? Eat this, <laughs> eat this, eat this and you'll be like God. That's, an, that's, an, that's a, a, an appeal to their ego. Yeah. Sure. You can be great like God if you eat this fruit. And they do it. So they do this thing, they and, and they become from an egoless, naked egoless existence into this, holy shit, we're naked. Like mm-hmm. they lose that that innocence. And, and that's and that's essentially what she's saying is like, get naked, expose yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, expose yourself yeah. and show everybody this love that you say you have. Which is essentially it's a it's a it's a it's an ego death. I think I don't and I don't think it's impossible to to fully love people. No, I don't um, either. Uh, I, I think you can you can get there and I think it is sorry. Um <laughs> okay. I, should I mute the computer? No, now? I did. I muted All mine. Right. Um I, I don't think it's it's impossible to get there. I think um we can make steps. Because I, I don't I when when you say that you don't feel like you've ever fully loved people something or someone yeah. I, I don't feel that in my bones. It doesn't resonate with me. Um, cause I do feel like I have given, right. well that I was just meaning that. Yeah. Personally, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, so I, yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to paint with the broad stroke. No. There, and I wasn't. I, cause I think, yeah, uh, I, I do think it is possible to, to, you know, to, to love people. Um, I, I have a, um, a child who's not really great at uh, being affectionate and I am hundred percent like regardless of how, how much they may piss me off uh, in the moment, I still feel like I'm able to sure to show love to them in right. the moment. Um, you know, not always, but like, I feel like um, by and large, like that's my, that is my default setting. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. No, I know what you're saying. I, no. I, I wasn't. I wasn't painting with a broad. Br- I was literally talking personally, like yeah. that. I've come to that realization in myself. Okay. Yeah. No, I wasn't saying that. Like that's where everybody is. No, I mean I've met people that like you. I mean, have you ever met somebody that you almost? I, I mean, I would have said in my religious days, it was the spirit. Yeah. But like you just feel at ease and almost enveloped when you're near them, like enveloped yeah. in love. Like I've met, a f- mm-hmm. I've met a handful of people like that in mm-hmm. my life. Like it's rare. Yeah. It's contagious. And you it feel, is contagious. You feel, uh, because of how loving they are, you feel that same love towards them. Not in a, yeah. like a sexual way, yes. but like, no, in a, absolutely. In, in a, like, uh, uh, you enjoy their presence. I would say, so I would say in a, in the deepest sense, it is very sexual because sex is connection, but I know what you're everything saying. is like, sexual, right? Yeah, that's right. 
I mean, honestly, I, I felt like uh, the times that I've spent meaningful time with uh, with Rob Bell, I felt like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that you're the only person in the room at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I've spent, you know, Matt and I have talked, we spent a, an entire week with him, literally mm-hmm. like listening to him teaching, but also sitting down to eating with him. And like, and then when we interviewed him for the podcast in person, like, I mean, we were the only thing going right then. He mm-hmm. had a, he had a, he was doing a talk that night, but like that wasn't on his mind clearly. Like this was it. So like, but I've met, it's not just him. I've met a handful of people that sort of, I mean, just really ooze love. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they just, it's just like, and so, yeah, I know it's possible. I'm not there personally. Yeah. Um, in fact, I feel like I'm going the opposite direction, like, which is really not great. Like, I think I said on, on the pub today, somebody had a post about how, like, it was something about how they feel themselves sort of slipping, like, toward hatred or whatever like mm-hmm. you know when you see people that are like they was essentially it was like when you see people that are these conservatives that are against masks and they get covid like in your first thought is you fucking deserve it mm-hmm. like yeah. it's not great no like i but i that's where i'm i mean i said i like i said yeah i'm kind of turning into a fucking monster and i hate it like yeah I'm not really sure. I'm not that, agreeing with you, but, no. but yeah, I, I know that feeling. Yeah, I'm not like, saying. I, I don't, yeah, you are a shit person. It's just Brad. no. It's just. I mean, I, but I. But in a lot of ways, I kind of am. And I mean, I don't mean that. Like, I mean, we all are, and give and any on any given day, we can like. Yeah. I was pissed last night. Right. I was. I. I was in a spot where, like, I. I, I literally told you I. You would have thrown a puppy yeah, against a garage. Yeah, I would have thrown a puppy against a garage. I even. I, I think I texted you guys a. a, 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 a gif of uh me a what a gif no that's not a thing uh of of me switching uh my playlist from uh the dixie (laughs) uh, the the chicks to uh my all out of fucks playlist like uh, yeah i think we can all get there and lean in i'm in a much better place i've slept since then i've had eight hours of sleep since my 17 hour work day um and I, I think we all have to go through those moments, but I think it's what's important is that, you know, the next day we got to put Dixie chicks back on the playlist or the, chicks, the chicks, the chicks back on the playlist. Um, yeah. So, so I, I, living there is the dangerous part. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's, that's the difficult part. Um, because everything is so fucked right now. Like, yep. That I just kind of, it feels good to fucking live in it that. It does. It does. But man, the cost. Like, yeah. I mean, I was just like, I drove over five hundred, over five hundred miles yesterday. Would you drive five hundred more? No, I would. I will. <laughs> yes, but I would rather not. God, fuck that song too. Um, that was I good am, though. I was just gonna say right now, I am lit as. Fuck no, that was great. Right now, um, like it so, is hitting me like a fucking freight train. My <laughs> headache is gone. So while it's going away, and I feel lit. No, stop it! Fucking stop it, dude! Put these guys and Tom Cochran on a fucking ship when and I sing it. Up, Who is Tom Cochran? Wrote "Life Is a Highway." Fucking hate that song. I thought that was Rascal Flatts. I fucking hate Just this for our song. listeners at home, I'm too drunk to Google this, so I don't know what that means. The proclaimers. Matt. Yeah. Proclaimers? Yeah. 
what do they have another song? No, they don't. They don't. It's really that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that one God. and then the alternate take of that one. Like Scotland seems like a beautiful country, but that those they, that whole country can sink just because those of people those guys. are Scottish. Yeah. So anyway, I don't even know what I was saying, but Scottish like I, is a weird. Oh, word. I was I drove like over five hundred miles yesterday, and like I the entire time I drove, I thought I need to take some time to meditate. It's been like months. Yeah. I just I couldn't bring myself to do it. I know, dude. I took a hit of CBD oil for the first time in a long time, and it man, it was just like I fucking needed it. I don't it know good. what it is about. I don't know if this is just human nature, or if this is just my personality, where I go through like these phases where stuff like meditation, like I did it for like months, mm-hmm. not every day, but most days, three or four days, four maybe four days a week, probably I would average. And I was, and it was great, and I like I felt better as a person. Like ever, I felt more at peace and able to love more like stuff didn't bother me as much. And then I just stopped doing it and I can't possibly bring myself to fucking do it again right now. Like, and and what sucks is like, I can feel myself slipping away like in, Mm -hmm. in like toward depression, toward more anger toward. And I know things like regular meditation will help. And the last thing you want to do. Yeah, I mean, this, it's is, like, this is where you and I are very similar. And it's like, man, like, I mean, like today, you know, I put that thing on the pub and, and the pub is so wonderful and that so many people are just sending positive messages and advice and stuff. And, and I appreciated it. But like a lot of it was like, get out and exercise and and or go do meditation. I'm like, yeah, but like, yeah, do, but do you know what you No, I mean, it's like, I appreciate <laughs> I don't want well, to fucking the thing. exercise. I don't. And well, here's the thing. Like <laughs> give me when, a when fucking I'm de- piece of cheesecake. Exactly. When I'm depressed, the last thing I really am going to do is start doing push ups so, or something so, like, but this is, it's literally the advice you give me every time I is. struggle. I know, but it's that's, fucking but that's the, <laughs> what's funny is that is true. It's it true. Is, yeah. it is. And it's the advice that I give you when I'm in a better place when I'm doing right. those things. Yes. So like on an intellectual level, yes, I, I, I appreciate that input and that advice because I know they're correct. Yeah. I should do those things, but like, I, just I know this like, medicine's going to help me, but I'm not fucking taking it. I mean, that's why, like I said, when I went mm-hmm. to the doctor today, I almost, I almost didn't even fucking say anything. Yeah. Like, because I have this personality of like, stop being depressed. You fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Like quit being a fucking piss flap just and just fucking like by the bootstraps. Seriously. Bro. It is oh, like, it's like just say what do you say piss fast piss flap so like just quit being a piss flap and pull yourself pull yourself up by your bootstraps and Mm -hmm. and suck it up you have nothing to be depressed about just fucking stop it that's my personality it's because we've been told the men not to feel that way yeah but i just i don't know yeah i know that's true but like i mean you mean there was that whole uh i saw this that you know the will smith Jada Pinkett Smith, whatever they did together. I don't know what that it is. Him, uh, him crying was like a, a meme. Did he now. cry on it? Yeah, and people are like, the fact that Will Smith crying is a meme tells you that people don't take men's mental health seriously. Yeah, like I mean, we're told not to. We're told not to. Are you talking about the entanglement? I don't know. We're told not to fucking feel anything. Again, suck it up, walk it off, rub some dirt on it. Basically, she fucked some other dude. Fifteen years younger. Well, I don't I mean, know. I don't I know. Cry. I don't know the story. I, I don't give a shit. Cry if that happens. I don't like, give a shit. Like yeah. my, but the point is, like that's that's how we as men in America, that's what we're fed. Yeah, you're fed. The, think, you're fed the cowboy mentality. And what's interesting is, like, our dad didn't really intentionally hammer that in. Like no. he was never like. Mm-mm. I think there was, but I think there was enough of that rub some dirt on it mentality that, you know, we got playing sports mm-hmm. and. 
Yeah. You know, I remember, you know, you playing baseball and you'd slide into second base and you'd skin up your knee and you'd be like, you know, you're <laughs> wincing or whatever. And he would say, like, you're fine. You're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's some of that, and so he, but he was never like a hard. He wasn't like a fucking MMA guy or anything. You know, no, no, like, no, 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 no. So I just got a picture of your dad. He wasn't the, wearing affliction. He wasn't wearing affliction t-shirts and stuff. <laughs> My like, daddy in a cage match. Yeah, like he wasn't like a raging masculine douchebag. But no, there was enough of that, and I'm sure that's true. But like, I don't know. We're so far afield now. But like, I, I imagine that I realize. Like, it's it's just so interesting because I know what I need to... I feel like I know what I need to do. I was talking to Billy the other day. He messaged me just because he's a good person. And Hi, Billy. was asking me how I was doing. I was asking how he was doing. Like, And I told him, I said, you know, the thing that sucks is, like, I know what I need to do. I just don't want to fucking do it. And, like, that's a... What do you need to do? I mean, I need to be doing things like regular meditation. I need to be exercising. Like the last thing I need is another fucking beer or another glass of whiskey. But you're or, not, or you're, a but you're not, of, you're or not a bowl of fucking ice cream. Like, but you're not abnormal for that. I mean, like, no, I don't think I'm abnormal. But I, I'm not saying I'm abnormal. But I know what I need to do. I just don't want to fucking do it. Like, okay, but one day you will. One day he will what? And one you'll do it. And one day I'll do it. And one day Michael will do it. Like you just but have. That's not. A, but that's not like a fate thing. Like maybe we won't. Yeah. I mean, it's not just like it takes a like. It takes a massive force of will, especially when you're struggling with depression to, to I mean, I, I, t- I woke up this morning and I told Mandy, like I was drinking my coffee and I just looked at her and I'm like, we had so much shit we had to do, like getting the old house, all of our stuff out, cleaned up by Friday, actually by tomorrow. Like, and I looked at her, and I said, I know what we have to do today. I don't want to do anything. I want to just sleep. Yeah. I just want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I just want to go back to bed. In and a couple weeks, she'll be able to do that, too. Yeah, and she said, I know. And she's been really good. And, like, so I know the things that I need to do. But when you're struggling with depression, that's the last fucking thing you want to do. Like, so, here's, so here's the thing I'm hearing. And this isn't just a Brad Polly episode, but since we're talking about it. I don't care. I know. I, you, you keep using the word need. So right now, what you need to do is get your ho- fucking house settled, right? And so, which we're doing, okay. And get your to, affairs and, in order, and to sell you, and to get your other house cleaned up, and to get that sold. So right now, what meditation feels like, what all this shit feels like, is another thing you have to do. I can, I fucking one hundred percent relate to yeah, that. It is. It feels like another goddamn thing on my fucking list mm-hmm. that I don't want to fucking do. Yeah. I totally relate to that. It's fine. It'll fucking pass. It, you know it will. It'll fucking I mean, pass. It might, but like no, I, because I know you enough that it will fucking pass. You'll get through this. You're moving is the fucking most stress one of the most stressful things you can do. It is literally, and you've done it literally more than any yeah. human I fucking know. Yeah, you you've moved so many times, and it's another goddamn time you're gonna move. And so you have to go through the whole set the house up, move shit around, get boxes cleared make out, a get thousand your thousand phone calls, make a thousand oh phone calls, God. get your I internet mean, set up, four, get your TV I mean, four phone calls just today for shit. Get your get your <laughs> get your TV stand set up, and it, it's even just minuscule shit like replace the doorknob in Miles' room so he doesn't lock himself in anymore. Like you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just dumb I shit. I like, don't know how he did that. But yeah, <laughs> whatever. I know, but it's it's literally just one thing after another. And so right now you're in a period where. Don't even fucking try to meditate. It's it's not even something you no, need. To, I, it, I know it, what you're saying. Is the lesson here that when we do get to a healthy place, where or, when when 
this passes. Then you is focus the le- on the next step. But is the lesson though is after we focus on that step to not fucking lose focus on that? Because I I feel like that's that's what I've done. You know, in terms of like meditation and shit like that. Like I was fucking focused. And I with, mean, you did like every yeah, day. Yeah, I was months. doing every mm-hmm. day, yeah. and then I just stopped. Yeah. So and I don't I don't feel like I'm in a bad spot. But if I did get to a bad spot, it would I would be in the spot where you're at, or like I just don't want to fucking do it. So is the is the lesson here to when whenever we get things good, we just continue that fucking practice. Yeah. And how the fuck do you do that? This has been my because I, I right now I'm in the spot where I feel good, but I feel like if something happens you know, something shitty happened tomorrow, I would be in a really bad spot. And this is, and that's what's so weird is that like, I mean, personally, there's not a lot of shitty stuff happening in my personal life. Right. Other than, but obviously nationally, there's the pandemic, there's yeah. fucking Trump. Which, there's and that, that, but that does affect you let's on a dis- personal let's level. Let's not discredit that. No, I'm not discrediting yeah. it. I don't yeah. mean to discredit that yeah, at yeah. all, but I'm saying like, that definitely takes its toll. I feel like there's, com- it be- there's it's compartmentalized in my mind because I've got like, <laughs> sorry, it's not has nothing to do with what you're I saying. Know, I know, I know. You I'm trying buddy. to fight this headache. Um, I thought you said it was gone. I'm drunk, Brad. I know. Um, like I, f- I feel like in my life, a lot of things are compartmentalized. So I have my personal life with, you know, family, yeah. house, job, like whatever friends, there's those things. But then there's like the national shit, you know, black lives matter. And all of that stuff and, and like Trump and pandemic and all that shit matters. Um, but like, I, I just, I don't know. I've talked about it tonight before. We're like, personally speaking, I, I look at that other stuff and that's where I look at that other stuff and I'm like, I have nothing to fucking complain about. None of my family members have died of COVID. I'm not black. I don't have to worry about being killed by a cop tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. haven't lost my job. I haven't, like, there's, there are people having it way worse. Mm-hmm. So I just need to quit being a goddamn piss flap and suck it up and fucking, like. That's a Gentile thing. <laughs> and just fucking deal with it. That's, that's my personality. And I know that's probably not right, quote unquote, but, like, that's just me. And I don't know, I, I don't know how to, I just, I, my personality is I just go through, like, these phases where I'm doing really well and things are like, I've got this meditation going and I'm, and I'm, and I'm exercising, I'm walking, I'm doing push-ups or whatever it is, like sit-ups, I'm, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. I go through and I've got like, and I'll do it for months and I'll feel great and I'll be eating good food and have like a better diet. Like, and then I just stop and it's like, I don't know why I stop. So like when you're talking about like, how the fuck do you keep that going? I think you just have to have to be fully committed to it. What? And and I don't think any of us at this table have been there yet. No, in terms of full. I would actually. How do you get to that point? I would actually living in a fucking monastery. I would actually argue for rhythm. Yeah. Now, hold hold on. If you if you look at rhythm, there are ups and downs, right? Seems like a lazy excuse, man. Man, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to bring that back. Out. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> um it always comes back to rhythm with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? I'm so blazed right now. No, blazed. no, no, no. Um, anytime Michael talks, I'm oh just going to play that. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. <laughs> the procedure. I would argue. Stay f- I mean, you know, 
when you look at music, let's let's use we all love music. Let's right. use music as a thing. God damn it, Michael, take Except a for nap. country music. Take a fucking nap. <laughs> um, I got like eight jokes in my in with, my chamber. I haven't pulled yet. With <laughs> can't pull your chamber, huh? Yeah. All right. Um, when you when you look at music, you think of it as it's not just the notes that are important. It's the it's the space between notes. It's the right. silence between the notes that make. Otherwise, it's just fucking noise. It's the silence between the notes that make the music. What 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 if our life is just literally a series of of rhythms of meditation or let's just use an example meditation break meditation break meditation break meditation break that's part of the rhythm of our life right again i'm just I'm literally just going off the cuff here we're all fucking cycling man literally it, we i mean we talk about my son jude you guys know jude he's autistic as fuck i mean like <laughs> and, I, and again i love the child to death but we need to get him a t-shirt Autistic as fuck. I mean, but and he is not an easy. He's not been an easy kid ever. Um, It's just it's just morphed into different things. And I I took him to Cedar Creek today with me, and I was like, just all you need is I'll leave the car running, just lock the door, sit in the car. He got in the driver's seat, and I was like, oh god, he's gonna fucking honk the horn or some (laughs) shit. He didn't, but that like that was my immediate thought. But he, we've talked often about he has cycles. Right, where he's real low key, real whatever. But man, there are times, a couple times a month or whatever, where he is fucking lit. Yeah, he is, and you've been around for him. You guys have both (laughs) been around for him. He is fucking lit. I think our life is our life is completely meant, or is completely lived in cycles. It's nine o'clock at night. I guess I'll cut the grass. I know. Seriously, what the fuck? I don't know who's. I don't know, who's man. Fucking it knowing is it. I don't 9, know. Ten p.m. <laughs> anyway, Christ. but like, I, I think that that I think where you are right now is fine. You're in a really stressful time right now. Again, not just national shit withstanding. You're moving. You're st- you haven't even closed yet. Right. Like that's something that's hanging over your head. Um, and even for the next couple months, all the shit you want to do with your house, like right. there's all that to do. I'm sure I'll be painting at some point. <laughs> yes, you will. Like. Like there's all that kind of there's like all that kind of shit to do. So like all that's hanging over your head right now. It's fine to not be trying to do anything else. Brad, we give you permission to be depressed. I, but but, have, but, but that's, but that's permission. But that's for you too, and for me, and for yeah, like yeah. like we're in if we're in if you're in a weird spot, just be in that weird I know, spot and do like, okay. My personality okay. is I just don't accept that. Like. Well, quit being such a ma- machismo motherfucker. It's not even machismo. Maybe it is machismo. It's, it's machismo. It. Wait, wait, wait for it. It's ego. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is. It, pro- it probably is. I mean, I'm sure it is. Honestly, it probably is. I mean, because you don't want to be seen. <laughs> well, wait. Yeah, I was. You don't, you don't want to be seen as the guy who doesn't have his shit together. See, I don't even think it's that. I really don't think it is. I Because I'm to the point where I don't care. It's because you have ego. No, fuck you. Like, <laughs> you're being so lazy. You man. see how it's, fucking it's annoying not it even, is. It's not even as much. It's not even as much that. But it's, it's like, fucking true, though. I mean, in, in a sense, it kind of is. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's a little bit of that, but it's not like I don't. It's not that I give a shit that people know that I struggle with depression. I sure. don't. I've talked about it on the podcast. Oh, sure. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mentioned it in the pub today. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to my doctor today to try to up my dosage because I. I'm just fucking, yeah, I'm a wreck I get it. right now. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem admitting that. So it's not ego in that sense. But, like, I just I just feel like 
there's so many people dealing with so much worse shit that I just need to shut the fuck up and deal with it. Like, no, I, there are, not, but that doesn't mean your though. shit isn't important. I, but I feel like it is. Like, I feel like that's exactly what it means. But like, don't you feel like dude, if there you are, were, I mean, were, don't you feel like if you were in a healthier space, you could care more about other people's shit? Yeah, absolutely. And, and don't you think that because you're not taking care of yourself, that 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 that's giving you. Uh, an excuse or an ultimatum for for I, I that's that's bullshit. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you need to take care of yourself in order for 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 that to really mean something for you to say right. you don't have and enough to. Worry I, about. I agree with you. My the way I see it, my personality is I will take care of my own shit on my own personal like personally like instead of putting that on other people. Like that's I'm such a six. I'm such an enneagram six that like I. I fucking hate inconveniencing people so much that like, but everyone around you can feel it. I know. I, I, yes, you're right. I, I get that, but that's, I'm just saying that's, that's my struggle. Like my struggle is, boy, that's a lot of beer you just poured. Oh Fuck my God, me. man. Um, so I don't know. I, and we're so far afield here, but I, I don't even know what the original fucking point was to any There's of something this. about love. Yeah. But like, you gotta I, love yourself. Uh, yeah, and I don't. I never have. I mean, I've never liked myself. I mean, I when I think about you, I love myself. It's funny myself. because like the thought <laughs> like here's another <laughs> Here's another thing is like I know like are we just going to call this Brad's therapy session? Sure. You could probably just call it Brad's therapy session. Um like I know I need to go to therapy. Like the, that's the last fucking thing I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to fucking cuz once again I look at my problems and I'm like they're not fucking problems. Like when you look at the big scheme of life, they're not problems. I have a house. I have a job. I have a car. I've got actually got two cars. I've got healthy got kids. I've got a healthy wife that loves me. Cars. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but you know what I told my therapist? When I, I mean, I told her this multiple times, and probably the first time we met. And and this may draw it back to my original my original point of you know the next step or the final step until I'm ready to fucking do something. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But when I do decide, I'm going 100% or 110%. I'm going, I'm going, I'm all in. That's what I did with therapy. I knew I needed therapy for a fucking two years. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to fucking deal with it. I didn't know what I would talk about. When I finally reached the point where I had to do it, I fucking did it and I did it 110%. I went to, I went all in. Here's the difference in our personality. My personality is like, I can figure my own shit out. I know what's wrong with me. I just don't want to fucking do it. Like, but we're similar because I knew what my problem here's the was reality too. Is, I didn't know what to do about here's it. Here's the reality: is it's it's all mommy issues. Fuck me, man. I know that. Yeah. Like, I know that like a lot of my stuff comes down to like parenting, like how I was parented, and like again, not that our parents were no, terrible, not but, they were terrible, but sure. like everybody's parents fucked them up in some mm-hmm. way, like. So like I know it all comes down to that. It's just, so I just sit and go. I can figure this shit out on my own. Like that's that's just mm-hmm. that's just where I'm at as a person. So I don't know. So it, let's let's tie it back into the yeah, story. Yeah, let's tie it back. So in the story of the um, what's her name again? Uh, it is uh, Ishan. Yeah. Who are you in that story? I'm the guy that's writing the letters. Yeah, of course. Absolutely, one hundred percent. What about you? I'm probably the other guy next to him. Just looking at him, thinking, <laughs> I can't believe you fucking wrote that note. 
<laughs> you could have just jerked off in your cell, man. What are you doing writing yeah. notes? Get some fucking Elmer's glue and you're, have your you're way d- with it. You're Doug next to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. I don't know. We got anything else? Brad, you have fucking permission to be depressed. All right. You do. Okay. You can be. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I mean. I don't want to be, though. Yeah. What do you have on your face? You have something on your face. All right, like a you got it. centipede or something. That's weird. <laughs> what? That's what it looked well, like. Well, I think we're done now. <laughs> can I tell you my joke that I wrote? I, Michael, I can't ago? fucking wait till you. <laughs> Tell me your joke. I'm just, I'm ecstatic waiting we're, on it. We're done I, I wrote it down. I'm not Scott, but I am Scottish. <laughs> what? That's not even a fucking joke. <laughs> That's kind of a joke. That's a Jew joke. <laughs> no, you see, getting Scott-ish. Not sc- <laughs> I dedicate that one to Michael Scott. Because it's it's a rip off of it when I use it. It's good stuff. I like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, we're done. Hit the button, Michael. No, God. Not that button. No, God, please, no, no. Whatever, tell you, no. you look like a penis with a little hat on. No. Was that yours? The pe- okay, I was like, I don't remember that ever being in the show. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> What's that? Who from? was that? Pulp Fiction. <laughs> that sounded like Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. All right. Now that I literally put like 10 new sounds on my board today. <laughs> and you used them all. Nope, not all of them. I'm very right. excited right now. That milkshake IPA is fantastic. Yeah, it's good. Man. Little Dick. Well. She was happy with Little Dickie. Well. I love sausage. Well. I love sausage. That's great. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> Butt burglar, butthole, dumbass, butt munch, dumbass, butthole, ass munch, butt dumpling, dumbass, butt munch, butt munch, I have two and a half minutes of that. Dumbass. Oh, I've got the, is that the TP for your bunghole? No, that's just Beavis' butthead using their insults. Oh, God. You butt burglar. I think I have a whole thing of TP for the bunghole. You do. Yeah. Don't play it. Right. You got it. Uh, do we have no. any five stars? Okay. All right. Uh, we don't have any five stars. No. We never fucking have five stars. All right. Nobody, this podcast is canceled. Nobody cares it. about this fucking podcast anymore. Why do we still do this? Um, <laughs> put the cigars in beer. Uh, pleather for white people at Dave the Explorer. <laughs> is that he what he said? He changed his name <laughs> to Pleather for White. People. I love you, Dave. God, you're great. I miss Dave. We need to get together. <laughs> yep. Uh, at Polyne Matt's newsfeed item in Pastor's Podcast episode 214 resonated. I always hated that. In episode 5, 
Han and Leia have a busy afternoon fixing the Falcon while Luke goes to Dagobah and spends months slash years becoming a Jedi Knight. Then they meet up at Cloud City. I have no fucking idea what that means. Then my new story uh, about the... Yeah. I did some Star Wars like... Okay. Uh, yeah. Star Wars doesn't match science. Uh, <laughs> that's not what it said. <laughs> the untimely death of Brad. That's great. Michael plays Five Iron Frenzy again. Is that good? Is that going to be the name of the... <laughs> the Untimely Death of Brad. That's going to be the name of the episode. No. Uh, and then, once again, Pleather for White People. We got a lot of them from him. Uh, Called Pulling Out. More resonance with Pastor's Podcast episode 218. I was a camper and a counselor many times at Allendale. At 10 years old, I missed my swim period arguing with two of the counselors. They I tried... I thought the thing girls could only no, have. it's not... <laughs> Wow. Well, I knew it. As yep. soon as I said swim period, swim period, I regretted it immediately. Yep. Uh, arguing with two of my counselors, they tried unsuccessfully to convince me that if you weren't baptized, you weren't saved. Hashtag, that's why Matt got fired. Mm. That's one of many reasons. Really. Yeah. He got fired for being a belligerent asshole. Um, no, he got fired for wanting kids to know about Jesus. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's <laughs> just... Not belligerent, Fo- a hidden ass. Foibles <laughs> and scary fails and mystology at egg number nine. Ooh, at missed. Pastor's Podcast. Laurel. 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 Oh. Laurel. Laurel. Just, Michael, just play it. <laughs> what? Just fucking play it. I what? Laurel. There it is. Laurel. Laurel. Yanny. <laughs> Yanny. It's so weird that for a while I did hear Yanny. I, don't hear I never all heard all anything hear, about Laurel. All I hear is Laurel now. That's so weird. It's man. it's probably just the the I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? It's a weird brain thing. Anyway, is it uh, once again, <laughs> Dave the Explorer. I heard about Gwyneth Paltrow's new candle on Pastor's podcast. First, I had a question: How do we know that's what it smells like? <laughs> then I got a weird <laughs> visual in my head of technicians in the lab coats with beakers and electronic <laughs> gear. That's it. We got it. Um. You can get dressed now, ma'am. <laughs> you, you know what I wish I had in my soundboard <laughs> right now? Keep the candle I'll tell you, burning. I'll tell you what, Dave. That's, that is worthy of a rim shot. Uh, brain Dead Redhead at Brainless Babble at Pastors Podcast. Thanks for Brady the Babs. idea. Thanks for the idea. Me and my friends now hashtag everything. That's why I'm live tweeting all oh, of our dude, ideas. Oh, dude, I read. I went to his profile and read some of those tweets he had. Pretty solid. Jamie Coker at Jamie Coker. Coker never heard of her. Didn't touch her. her. Uh, has hi now, Jamie. Pastors podcast has now ruined Chopped for me. Do you know all, how often they put gooey duck in those baskets? Oh, now you must gross. create an appetizer using Twizzlers, panko breadcrumbs, heirloom tomatoes, <laughs> and hashtag sea penis. Gooey duck is gross. That's man. a good tweet. Sea penis. I saw a uh, a gif of the. Of the gooey duck. It spurts. Oh, what? It just like spurts it all over. It literally comes out of the face. sand, like with its dong and spurts. Like, yeah. Fight on his lady. Is that the beginning of Dune? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Dave the Explorer. <laughs> Episode 216, we learned that the Polly's. The polys didn't far very, fall very far from the poly tree. Hashtag poly ethos. I have no idea what that's in reference to. Uh, once again, Dave the Explorer. Long ago, I discovered that with Pastor's podcast, the bigger the train wreck before yep. Foofy, the better <laughs> the interview. You see me? I just knocked this off and then caught it. In episode 217, we learned that an apology to the guest indicates a quality show, too. Get that other ba- Michael back soon. 
Hey. Uh, hashtag jerking my way. Yeah, triage. Hashtag macaque. Mikey Road Monk's House. coming back. He's coming back, and he's going to be on the premiere episode for That's it. the next season. When's he of, coming uh, back? Turd Talk. I think next. What month are we it's, in? It's We're in August. July. It's in it's August. August or September. I think it's August. Just sometime. because. Why? Do we have an interview or yeah. do we? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. We've had this conversation. Before. Have we? Yeah, we yes, have. Yes, you were in the group message. Was we? Yeah. Mm, oh, my that. gosh. Matt, welcome Joe's, to the podcast. Joe's not on board of my Joe. Matt, this is Matt. your podcast, too. Why don't you yeah. take a little, pay a little attention? All right, that's it. Hashtags. <laughs> what are you, t- what are you oh. doing? God. Well, we paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our I didn't have a lot of hashtags, and then I had hashtag, a bunch of hashtags. Hashtag the humble bundle. Yep. Humble hashtag bun- karma. Even though my humble bundle. Was that from the, was that? Shakira. They didn't work. Even didn't though work. my breasts are small and humble. Where women glow and men gender. Hey, hey. Hashtag karma dick. Hashtag Odor Sarungus is dead to me. Karma, 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 Hashtag I. What was that? I don't know. It was Boy George. Yeah. No, it was wasn't Boy. It, it was, was Boy yeah. George, but it was Culture uh, Club. Culture, Culture Club. Club. Uh, hashtag I'd fuck that suit. What the f- what? Yeah. <laughs> hashtag. What, what was that from? Iron Man. Oh, that's right. I'd fuck that suit. Who yeah. said that? I did. And then God. he said I'd let that suit fuck me. Where was I? Uh, Hashtag Speedway exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag besides the tetanus. Hashtag female puppy community. <laughs> boy, you haven't lived until you've crawled around on a Speedway gas station. Oh, Lord, boy. God. Lord knows oh, I have. I know. Working on. <laughs> I've lived enough for three yeah, lives. For real. Uh, hashtag female puppy community. Oh my god. Hashtag my fear of Mike Tyson. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> He was out there. He was <laughs> raping people, and I, he well, was loose in Indiana. Well, and I thought for sure he was going to be on my back porch and fighting raccoons. Risk it for the biscuit. I tell you what, just for the rhyme alone, that's a pretty it's quality. Gotta be it. Gotta risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> I think that's got to be the title. Are you episode. done? Yes. Hashtag the humble bundle. Hashtag nobody agrees with me. Hashtag make sure you put your flag up. Oh, for the mailbox. <laughs> Hashtag karma slapping me in the face with its dick. Odorous Arungus is dead to me. It's not enough to just throw blood and urine on the crowd. You just get to play something. <laughs> I tell you what, that is a great show. That for its time, that time it was a fucking. Ass They're watching show. the watching the Pantera video. I bet this dude Dad kicked his ass when he was a kid. Damn it, Pantera! <laughs> this beer is, is warm. You treat your stepmother with respect, Pantera. I need to watch that show again. We had we. Uh, we watched it's it after shit school. Watching it now because they can't show any of the videos. They're bringing it back. I yeah, think. but they can't. I don't think they can show when any you of buy the, the when you buy the stuff. DVDs. There's no videos. Yeah, it's just the show. Oh, it's, and it's just, not. They as would good. have had to have paid all the rights mm-hmm. for it. It's, it's not, not nearly as good. Ah, oh, damn. Um, <laughs> hashtag. Treat <laughs> your stepmother with respect. 
<laughs> Damn it, Pantera, this beer is warm. I tell you what, just Google Beavis and Butthead on YouTube and go down the fucking rabbit hole. Three hours Dude, later, you will be glad you did. There was nothing funnier than that shit in high school because it was so forbidden as a Christian oh, yeah. kid. Oh, like, dude. I, I, we, oh, my we brother had, and I would sneak and it up. it was so, so funny. We had watch it. so many youth minister meetings about, like, you know, mm-hmm. you guys shouldn't be watching this shit. And, oh, my God, so funny. <laughs> Hashtag, I'll give you a blast. Uh, hashtag, could you eat this bowl of kibble? <laughs> that was Michael. Hashtag, female puppy community. Hashtag, just slowly watching it crust over. Oh. <laughs> hashtag, risk it for the biscuit. Hashtag, piss flap. Hashtag, swim period. And then hashtag is at the beginning of Dune. <laughs> All right. I've got hashtag fornicating with a mailbox. Uh, grabbing it by the head. Um, cheering the dog. Cheering the dog. What was that about? I have no Something idea. you said. <coughs> I'm cheering for the dog. Cheering the I'm dog. I'm guessing it has something to do with the lady thinking. I'm sure. Dog. Yeah, I have no idea. Um Fucking the suit. <laughs> no idea. That was, that Iron, was Man. Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, blast of raspberry lemonade. Carney McCook. McCook. Carney McCook. Carney McCook. God, this is like reading a foreign language right now. Uh, just eating a tennis ball. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Into Elmer's oh, glue. Oh my god! I thought, hey you, I'm into <laughs> Elmer's glue. Hey you. No. God damn it! God, uh, I fucking hate that song. Risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> it's got to be that. <laughs> one yeah. one step away from Velcro walls. <laughs> uh, Shark Tank Youth Group Edition. <laughs> I'm not Scott, but I'm Scottish. No. It's not even a fucking joke. (laughs) Swim period. (laughs) Jesus, that's so gross. (laughs) Speaking of Shark Week. um, God, Michael. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Michael's literally dying right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and beginning of Din. <laughs> it's got to be risky for the biscuit, yeah. right? I think we got to title the episode that. <laughs> No, we're not doing that. What are we going to call the episode if we don't call it Risk It for the Biscuit? Not that. (laughs) (sighs) Well, if you're going to title that, what do you want to do for the hashtag, then? Speedway exclusive. (laughs) Female female puppy community. Swim period. Or uh, uh, speaking of Shark Week. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I think it's risk it for the biscuit. All right. What are we going to call the episode? <laughs> Love openly. Is that what we talked about? <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael, really. We could call it Brad's therapy episode. <laughs> <laughs> Love openly or Brad's therapy episode. <clears throat> All right. What do we. What, okay. What's. Uh, I'm afraid to check up the hashtag risk it for the biscuit. All right. Uh, if you listen to this episode in its entirety and it's up on social media with your hashtag, hashtag risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> We're on Twitter at Pastors Podcast. Uh, Paul and Matt. At MJ Basinger. We are on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Pastors. I don't know what I'm doing. Risk it for Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. Support us on Patreon to get access to our bonus podcast. Buy us around to even help shape the content of the show. If you really love us, five bucks. Get bonus content. Third talk coming up. Um, subscribe, rate, and review our us on Apple Podcasts. That'll help too. Get the word out. Nobody cares anymore. So, it's all bullshit. Jerking off. <laughs> I gotta get more point of grace on my soundboard. <laughs> no. It's like Paul Sack told him, someone's just blood and urine in the audience isn't enough. You guys need to learn to play something. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I forgot I had that on loop. My God. Dumbass. Butt munch. Dumbass. Butthole. Ass munch. Butt dumpling. Dumbass. Butt munch. Butt munch. Jesus Christ. Bum life. Tradition! Michael. <laughs> Dead birds, fucking Michael. Up. That isn't cat food. It's Chinese beef jerky. <laughs> oh, Michael, he's playing. <laughs> this is Susan. Your grandson's um, out here shooting guns. But your grandson is out here shooting guns. We need to get this settled. It's been a while. It, uh, you know, Virgil has these dogs. Virgil has these dogs. And, uh, the gun shop will mess his dog up. I'm sure you can hear it um, over the phone. Anyway, you can call if you me. And, you know, I hate to um, have to have the police out here, but. You know, he, he doesn't need to be shooting in the backyard. Uh, give me a call. Thanks. Wednesday, 8.26 Give me a call. 8.26 a.m. Jesus Christ. <laughs>